going on down there? Hello, welcome to episode 615 of WTF at TFW. I like saying the number. Aaron, is our numbers fun to say? Uh, sometimes they're fun to say. Sometimes they're frustrating to say. It all depends on the context of the number. Very true. Oh, boy, let me tell you about frustrating numbers. Nope, not going to do it. Going to hold off. TJ, uh, do you have any fun numbers? Any unfrustrating, maybe even relaxation-inducing numbers? There's, there's always something about, like, 27 that I don't know it just like chills me out I like 27 Mm, it's underrated yeah because it's got that it's got that and it's got seven seven's the most fun number to say yeah 27 it's the cellar door of numbers Mm. that's a Donnie Darko reference just to make any do you know how old that movie is it's true um we're gonna talk about Transformers today as a as a just a preview here to what's in your future, dear listener. And uh, we're going to have some split Transformers acquisitions inquisitions because I got some intel, which is that Aaron and TJ told me, like normal people, that mm-hmm. uh, they got they got some Transformers and I, I realized there is some synchronization and some asynchronization. So we're going to head right into something which is, which is the hot new duff. Uh, Legacy Transformers acquisition inquisitions. I have none. It started to show <gasps> up in Canada, but I, I pre-ordered with electronics boutique gamestop.ca uh who have not yet gotten their stock in but also their stock is cheaper than anyone that's getting it in stock right now and i'm i'm a cheap skate uh so i have no legacy so i'm just gonna like bother both of you about legacy um because aaron you got legacy i believe yeah i got a, a healthy chunk of legacy Heck, heck, yeah! And TJ, you got some legacy. I do, I do declare, believe. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I would say healthy chunk, but there, there is an amount. Yes. Yeah, uh, legacy kind of. Am I right in thinking? Because this is the impression I got that legacy kind of showed up. And I mean, this happens constantly, but you know, yet again, it sort of just showed up right when everyone was just relaxing and just loosening all their their purchaser muscles, going like, you know what? I got a month, and then it was cited, like, the next day. Like, someone said it out loud and summoned it. <laughs> a little bit. I, th- I Mine was significantly after sightings started in Indiana. So, for whatever reason, mm. um, locally, like, if it's, if it's happening in Indianapolis, I'm like, all right, two to three weeks. And then invariably I end up going to Target and I'm like, crap, it's just a single thing out of that wave. So, either... One of them snuck out of the backs, or this is the case left over. Curses! Why didn't I come here yesterday or this morning or whatever? Like when that when that like mm-hmm. how, how did I miss it? Hunter gatherer paranoia starts. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. teacher, how about you? Were you would you have an online order, or did you happen across some of it? So I happened to walk into Target the day that it was sighted in the U.S. Not out of any <laughs> actual curiosity. <laughs> Not not like expecting to find anything. I was literally just there for like lunch stuff for work. But what do you know? Like I walk through the toy aisle and there's some purple boxes hanging on the on the rack. So, and yeah, those boxes just like reach out and grab your eyeballs too. Y- yeah, they are striking. They, they look so good. I I was saying this on a Facebook group. 
this is the year where I truly, I think this is the last time, because I'll get over it after this, but, like, that legacy color scheme and that packaging art, I'm looking at it, I'm like, can you imagine that with Wizards of the Coast foiling on big trading cards with just all those cold purples and warm yellows, blues and orange, just all those Oh, no! The game died! (laughs) And we got... The game is still alive, but the one thing that it's very hard for users to do is replicate Watsy foiling. I have been told someone's trying, but uh, it's difficult. It, it's that, probably the like, packaging. like the people that make it have specific patents due to the the type and quality and methodology and would likely go to town on you if you tried to duplicate it. That's why you just got to figure out one that's like it, but also pretty. Like uh, Flesh and Bud uh, Cold Foils are super pretty. And they're they're super different than Watsy foiling, and that's fine. But but that legacy packaging art, uh, mm-hmm. this is the this is the year I'm going to get over it because we're well in we're the game is officially longer been in the hands of fans than w- it was in the hands of Watsy at this point. So I'm over it. But legacy is the last moment where I'm just like, boy, that art would be sh- sure be nice on trading cards because <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> uh but uh, yeah, let's let's get let's get kicking off here. My quick question: Did either of you guys get a hold of uh, of core stuff? I got one core stuff. Uh, I also got one core stuff. Okay, because I almost went to a Walmart to look for iguanas when I heard that the core stuff was showing up, and then I I slapped my own wrist and I was like, "You'll find Wave One core class normally. You don't have to go out of your way." But I'm gonna guess you guys got iguanas. No. No. All right, let's let's do it. Okay, Aaron, what'd you get? Skywarp. Uh, TJ, are you a Skywarp person as well? I found Hot Rod. Oh, I love it! I love it! Yes. No, I, I think Iguanas looks really cool, but this is like I wasn't prepared for this at all. Uh, Aaron, Skywarp, uh, tell me about uh, whether you think he really needs those null rays or not. Uh, he doesn't need those null rays. Like, good, good, good. I, I think it'd be neat. My biggest issue is that, like, his partial weapon thing, since the, the core class, and I guess from the, like, fan event that they had that we'll talk about later, um, they kind of talked about how, like, combining weapons across all of the thing is supposed to be the thing as, like, the cross, cross toy yeah, yeah. The thing. So he has this, like, tuning fork truncated tuning fork that he comes with that is kind of sad. It fits underneath the, the chin of the aircraft, so it's interesting. But other than that, it's it's that Starscream mold. Um, yeah, just, good, just good done mold. in a different color. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a good mold. It It's still, yeah. still like, I knew the Starscream mold, and I'd, I'd messed with it enough to know how that works, and still, like, the whole the way that it all cracks open to do its thing was still like, man, that's a cool little little thing now get your head to line up right on this so that it, the, the, it all sits right and there you go all right yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to that because also the the null rays are the worst part of core starscream and so i don't mm-hmm. mind that they're gone yeah like i know visually people like them but they they suck so it's okay that they're gone <laughs> uh well tj rodimus is the the kingdom carryover um who I, I, I'm going to guess most of us nowadays are just going to find in Legacy, but uh, how how'd that one turn out? He's brand new. He's not just a repaint. Uh, he's okay for what he is. 
I was trying to figure out, okay, so how how do you make that how do you make that nice looking robot mode in such a tiny little form? And the secret is like most of the vehicle is just tucked into his legs. Uh he he's it's Viacon Tech. It is yeah, that's what I was <laughs> gonna say. It is like very Viacon esque. Where you're you everything else is just kinda like standard, everything kinda like crumples up toward his torso, and then just the car just like unravels itself and like slaps itself on top of Rod or Hot Rod's back, essentially. Yeah. Now that that scheme does some work. I got I gotta, I gotta remember to talk about that later on because that yeah that scheme is cool. I'm happy it's still sticking around. Yeah, I will say um, I'm going to assume I just got a bad hot rod because the knees on mine are a lot looser than I would like. And I, yeah, that's just that's just hot rod issues. Is that just a hot rod thing? I mean, na- name a hot rod that's had great knees. The G1 toy. That didn't move or collapse. Oh, you know you. what though? Hey, no, hey, they, those they, knees, <laughs> those knees. There you go, good. They were solid. I got, I got a beef with those knees, but they shredded the thigh stickers, though. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's the thighs problem. <laughs> we're talking about knees. Do you want accurate? <laughs> All those knees. Those knees are the aggressor. The thighs are simply a bystander <laughs> who are being uh, uh, harassed uh, by those knees. Um, that's a shame. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming his knees are, are simple. Are they hinges or ball joints? Ball joints. Oh, that's that's fixable pretty easily, at least. Yeah, yeah. Like it can be done. Like he he needs tweaks. Um, my my shell kibble in the vehicle mode kind of likes to snap open a few times, but it, I'm not sure if that's me misaligning something or not. So I'm not gonna like judge that one too harshly just yet. But I he's not bad. Mm-hmm. He's not bad. All right, yeah, I'm I'm excited to get all three of those core figures because the uh, the it worked on me. The combining weapon cr- and those three characters as character selections, it's just it's a it's a short story. It's a it's a little twenty minute road trip movie adventure that just springs to life in my head of those three characters having to somehow work together to unite their artifacts into like the super sword. I I like the idea a lot. Uh, not to mention one of them turns into a bike, so it's like all right, hop on, hot rod. <laughs> let's go and uh, save Skywarp from whatever, like, I don't know, an elephant stepped on him. Let's go save him. Um, well, let's get into the uh, the deluxes then. So, how all-encompassing were your guys' legacy finds? Did you did you go whole hawk, or did you uh, go I, pick and choose? I got these, all of uh... the deluxes and all of the Voyagers. All two of the Voyagers. Woof! Woof. Alright. Well, TJ, how about you? Um, same, except I already had Kingdom Blaster. Oh right, he's a wave one Voyager. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, all right, let's talk. Let's talk about the deluxes. Um, I want to know. This is the one I'm the most hype on because uh, I was this way with Combiner Wars. How's Drag Strip? Because I heard Drag Strip has a cool transformation, uh, and I I like the way he looks. And now we know the secret of his his arm mode. Uh, he seems like a fascinating piece to me for a guy who turns into a car. Did Did he turn out all right? Yeah. He he did. Um, let me let me grab him. Pump my fist. Hell yeah. The the kind of tricky thing to him for me at least is his chest has like the 
he's got two like engine block things. He has the ones that end up on the back of his legs that are what you mostly see in the car mode. But due to I don't necessarily want to say G one slavishness, but he's got uh, a hidden set that his like head folds into, and it does like a flip around thing in order for it to be on his chest. So it's like like the false car hoods of many Autobots. Uh, you have a kind of a false yeah. engine tucked in the middle of it. That can sometimes be a little bit persnickety to deal with, but uh, otherwise he's a pretty pretty clean transformation. That like I don't know if there's even like a terribly high number of tricks that it necessarily shares with anybody else. All right. Well, even though even the um, the double engine thing, like it is. It, I've seen um, that actually get taken issue with here and there, but in, in a way that's fair, because it is also, it's hard to look at something like that and kind of go like, you guys are looking at line art, aren't you? <laughs> like, yeah. that's why this is happening. Uh, and, and you know, there's, there's a whole thing with Blitzwing that, that is probably worth talking about later on. But uh, it doesn't, doesn't bug me too much. But yeah, if he's clean, like TJ, how's, how was your drag strip experience? It sounds like he's pretty solid. Uh, drag strip's my favorite one out of the wave. Like, oh hell yeah! That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Uh, yes, I would. I would concur. Yeah, I really like like I, he's he is like he's got that fake engine. You know, okay, fine. He's got that as a chest. G one slavish. I like the additions. Like I kind of like that front scoop being the pylons on his shoulders now. Like mm-hmm. I like the I like the mm-hmm. silhouette it adds to him. So he's just not like a boxy robot. The transformation is really nice. It's it's a fun figure to mess with. Uh, and I, I like little tricks. I like, I, I like like the, that there's actually like a seat to the vehicle mode that becomes his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that, um, that explains the, uh, thing that was going around early on about him having a hollow back of the head. Cause, uh, I remember originally the conversation I saw was, does he have a hollow back of the head? Because his head is also partially pinned in place to prevent, uh, head theft from a windowless box, and I was like, "Well, that seems kind of <laughs> silly." But have you guys seen? Have you guys seen the photos of Blue Street? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out turn, maybe it's not. I didn't. I truly. I I truly didn't think that was going to happen. And I I almost want to hypothesize it's someone who is aware of the bit, and that's why they're doing it. But also, uh, <sighs> it was it was kind of neat to see that the the divot in the head was more so for that seat uh, setup for the vehicle mode. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like if you look toward the base of his head, he's got like an actual like seat sculpted in. That's cool. Like some someone out there is like, well, where's his brain fit? And it's like, I don't know, he's a robot. His brain is yeah, an it's, SSD. It's, it's, it's in his visor. It's in his left knee. <laughs> don't don't punch him in the eyes because you'll make him forget math. Yeah, another thing that looks uh, to be the the mo now. Um, for at least the the two limbs that we've seen, also is his uh, blasters peg side by side, so you can have him yeah like, dual wield pistols or like double wield a, a double pistol or single wield a double and pistol. It, it does the G one stunticon weapon thing in a way I much prefer because like those I like those those weapons, but also those weapons are are, are eyesores like they they're mm-hmm. super ugly. Uh, the double barrel part's the cool bit, so I, I like this more myself. Um, 
is there it sounds like tolerance wise there's really nothing bad going on so i'm guessing that the weapons are all playing nice yeah all right i'm so happy to to hear so much good about drag strip because he's the one i wanted to turn out well uh looking at the those four deluxes um I'd actually like to. I'd really like to ask you guys about the one I know nothing of because I've I've heard and caught opinions and talked to people about the two blue ones. So I want to know about Kickback because I truly don't know anything about how he turned out, and he looks weird to me still. And he looked weird to me when he was revealed. Like fine, he looked fine, but like also weird. And I'm curious uh, how you guys feel about him. Kick because Kickback he, is Kickback. Sure is a Kickback. Uh, so he is weird. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Uh, well, TJ, uh, g- give me give me some initial thoughts here on Kickback. Okay, so this is from someone who called Kickback like my favorite of the Insecticons. Like, always liked his mm-hmm. look, had his toy as a kid. Um, this does not feel very different from the toy I had as a kid. Outside of, like, the articulation is really, really nice on him. Uh, everything else is pretty much the same he has like a very like there's barely a transformation on him it is exceptionally <laughs> simple uh yeah like I, I don't know what to add like th- there's no real trick to him yeah like, the 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 closest thing to a trick is like how his insect legs do their insect leg things yeah yeah like the yeah like the biceps splitting up the middle like yeah along the side like that's that's a nice little trick uh like the bug leg tucks into his robot mode leg fine it's really it's uh like yeah yeah okay that you know what that kind of matches with the impression i got from the photos because i kept looking at him going like well he seems weird and kind of like the G1 toy, and I wonder if there's, like, something hidden to him, and I, or I wonder if there's something that's really not working out. And it sounds like, no, he's... Because that's that's a real... That phrase, he's like the G1 toy, but articulated. On the Insecticons, that phrase really does tread the line between praise and, and insult. Because, uh, like, they were weird-looking robots, and modern times have been nothing but kind to them in the in the course of, like, adding tweaks and redesigns and stuff. So, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, Aaron, what would you say about Kickback? Uh, I mean, everything TJ said is bang on, really. Like, he's interesting, like, so he does the cool same paint trick that, like, the Dinobots are doing for his chest, where he has a clear yellow Mm. chest plate that's been painted on the backside, that's, like, textured and painted on the backside. So, I mean, that looks neat, his... Like, his wings are big and proud, and his, like, inner Johnny weapon things can plug into the side of them to make his wings have, like, a big kind of action look to them a little bit. Um, But he is very... If they had made this at the core price point, I don't know how much different they'd have to do. Other than maybe change change the back of the leg gimmick a little bit for size purposes. Um, he he this, does what this he does he, really make me. Oh God, you good. It, it, it's the thing that like he does what he does. He's not a bad toy. It's just like odd in comparison to a couple of the other things in this wave. This is like, hey, if yeah. if everything in the wave 
Like wave one has a budget of X. It's not like kickback got one quarter X. He got like <laughs> one eighth X, maybe one sixth X, but he's definitely not, make... not nearly the same amount of, of uh design or engineering that feels like has gone into uh like drag strip or RC. Yeah. It makes me kind of, because, I mean, you know, they, they want to finish sets. And so I'm like, okay, so are we, like, queued up for three incredibly okay deluxe Insecticons now? Because that's fine. But the, you know... I don't want to say we already had good ones, because I hate that line of thinking with Transformers. But, like, I truly, it's like, this guy is, like, aiming to... It's, it's like, this guy's plateau. The mountaintop he's reaching for is like, I'm as good as the Legends. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sad chuckle to yes. <laughs> it's like go okay, go for it, man. I mean, everyone's got their passions, and that 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 is a mountaintop, much like an anthill is a mountaintop. Like <laughs> there, there is one. The, the, he has one thing to him I like, and it is those energon weapons, because there is okay, there is a bit to do with them. Like you can give him the, these big, like more fierce looking wings. Okay, you can do that. They do make good like. Like really crazy energon swords, they can plug into his forearms if you want those as like arm blades instead. The one trick to them is like there is a like there is a peg and socket on the inside of them, and it is offset so that you try to combine them. One you know one's going oh, higher sweet. than the other, so it's asymmetrical. And you know, what are we, what what is that doing outside of just making this like crazy anime weapon thing? No. Uh, when you combine them like that, it fits between the legs of the grasshopper mode to create an abdomen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you actually I'm just looking at the at a stock photo. Yeah. So <laughs> you actually yeah. So that's that's my one like trick to kickback is like those things actually do quite a bit. So yeah, they they can because I, I one of the things I saw people talk about with kickback is someone who who knows insects on on I think on a Discord somewhere was like. They were trying to get to grips with the part where it's like, oh, right, G1 Kickback has no abdomen, and it looks super weird, and it made me think that this toy sucks, but then I looked at the G1 toy, and I was like, well, no, wait, this is just slavish, but if the if the wing weapons can, uh, or if the sword weapons can, can solve that, yeah, they, I'm just looking at them, they got the shape. Yeah, okay. That's a cool trick. That's, that's a, a okay, I'll, I'll say this, that's a really nice way to, sl to slot in a bit of modernization, um... I will say that's probably better than what the, a Legends version of this would be doing. So hey, this 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 left over the mountaintop. Uh, it's good, good on him. Um, I'm just thinking of a deluxe shrapnel of this level though, and like, cause shrapnel shrapnel just folds his legs up and his shoulders close over his head, and <laughs> like, I don't know what else. Yeah. Well, we'll I mean, the tr the trick here um, the trick here is they're trying to be like very accurate to the animation models. Where shrapnels does, yeah. sh shrapnel does a little bit more than that. So, like, th I feel like they're gonna have to do something different. And the, I mean, bombshell, I would like to see because bombshell. Um, the reason why I like uh, this is going back some years. The reason why I really like bad cube uh, bombshell is because of how he hid all the little beetle legs um, in back. Uh, and so, I, you know, if they can do some cool tricks like that, then I, I'm I'm super down. Or maybe I'm thinking of the shrapnel or both of them. It's been a bit, but uh, if they can make bug legs disappear without the bug legs feeling, you know, kind of stilted, then that could be cool too. 
But uh, that does answer some mysteries uh, in my head I had about about kickback. Does does his chest open at all? Because it looks like it's on a hinge, or is that just how it's fastened in place? That's to taunt you. Oh. I mean, how dare they, honestly? (laughs) All right, doesn't matter. I was just, I was looking at these stock photos and I was, I was just staring at that hinge and I'm like, that looks not only like a hinge, it looks like it's sculpted to look more like a hinge. Mm-hmm. Like to really loudly go like, remember how this opened? That's kooky. Um, well, I, one, one of you guys mentioned, uh, RC. So this is what I have heard a bunch about. I've heard that RC is actually pretty darn cool. And the bit where she's prime RC is like the least important, possibly the most damaging factor of her because she's just a really cool bike robot is what i have been told and i'm curious if that's yeah your guys so take on this one. so the people that are uh air, air quotes here up in arms about prime and legacy i think need to realize that this is not prime from prime toys this is uh, uh another version of the character of rc from the prime universe if that makes more sense in in design on this toy, yes. The only thing that I the, where I will stick up for them a bit is everything text wise in the fiction copy yeah. for this says otherwise. And yeah. so I can you know I, I think there's a like, reasonable disappointment. This, the the bulkhead that's also sitting here isn't that prime bulkhead. He's something really close to it, but he's not that. Well, same yeah, because someone showed me someone showed me uh like someone sh- someone took a close up photo of him and to both our surprise, discovered that they even put a nose on him. It's very small. Yeah. But he has a nose, too. But I'm saying it's the same, like, iteration that we have between Optimus Prime's various times. Yeah. It's like... I mean... The way way I try to think about it is, like, if they did a storyline in Marvel Comics where, like, the original, you know, like, like, uh, pre-being frozen Captain America came to, like, the modern era... They wouldn't draw him like Jack Kirby drew him. He'd actually yeah. look like he fit into the world. I I, I maintain this all, a whole lot of this would have been avoided if they just didn't give them noses. I think it le- legit, and I want to try. I want to see customizers go at it now that they're out. You file that nose off, and I bet you this toy looks like ten times better conceptually as being just like, oh, it's Prime RC, right? I see it. Uh. It's it's the noses. I'm I'm I am a hundred percent sure the noses are what's what's really causing the uh, fictional uncanny valley. Let's call it. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, otherwise I, as far as I can tell, uh, and what I've been told is she's just a super solid uh, bike transformer, which already is something that I'm really happy to hear because bike transformers are are a riskier alt mode, and it sounds like she turned out well. But Aaron, uh, she how turned about out you well. Tell me about. Whether she turned out well, uh, Aaron says she turned out well. <laughs> yeah, so no, we can she uh, does, pop that one. <laughs> she does a lot more transformation than I was expecting because I I went into all of these kind of cold, um, without reading a mm. bunch of stuff online about them ahead of time. She does a lot more transformation, um, than than I had expected. Uh, multiple times where she kind of turns herself inside out and upside down, and she ends up like. As transformed, her head is behind, like her, like feet that are up, flipped around by her knees. For just how I've done it, that before, just just how she kind of like comes all the way apart and goes back all the way together. 
um, mm-hmm. makes a very like very reasonable looking motorcycle as well. Like, you know, it's obviously a, a transformer, but it does a very good job of hiding most of the very visible robot parts with only like the couple of bits of like sport bike fairing on the sides that does a pretty good job of collapsing up into a small backpack when it's the other way. And the trick of her, so her front front wheel can either be pegged and can just like remain as like the front wheel location. Or if you want to, you can take it off. You shift her backpack just a little bit to reveal a five millimeter hole. And then you splay the wheels open in order to display it kind of like wing blade esque turbines just over the shoulder turbines just over the shoulders look. And, or you can have her hold it. And or you can have her hold it like some sort of like like the the, the, the softball pitcher machine pitching machine, you know, with the two the two wheels spinning, you can do that, I guess, as well. Yeah. Um, the, but, the one thing I'm noticing is the stock photo has her holding it, and it looks like there's a little chair, but the chair is just, you know, it's just a shape. If they had put a Titan Master, you know, the, the little tab for the oh. back of their foot piece <laughs> on there, they had slipped that in, I think I would have probably gone into the, I, like, unless the toy really offended me in a, in a tactile way, I'd probably be like, you know what, this is better than Dragstro. Because <laughs> you get a little Titan Master flying chair to go with her. But... Her, her little like energy blade things that she comes with that's her like clear accessory as it it feels like something that's tacked on in order to meet the the line gimmick guidelines unfortunately yeah it looks like it looks like pieces of another weapon um mm-hmm. which probably is the intent you know yeah now that we know more about which, it i mean it, it's it's kind of the same blue as um I'm now pulling a blank on the last blue guy, uh, the the uh, deluxe skidzoo skids skids. Um, so maybe there's some conceptual weapon that has all the Autobots with their clear blue things coming together or whatever at the end, um, like like some Transformers Energon action. Um, but... Oh, I'm just looking at skids. Yeah, skids's weapon looks even less like a thing. So this probably is the case. Yeah. Well, Skids' weapon at least has like a kind of way it could be like a a punchy axe, and the way that it fits over his main weapon makes it look like it's like a projected thing off of the weapon that enhances it or something. Versus, she just has these two like half circles. Even I, if it was, you know what? even because just... they like show it going on the back of her arms in one of the photos. If it was more like forward daggery in 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 a mode like that i think it'd be a lot better rather than you can maybe kind of have it be an awkwardly angled shield or weird oh, she's, back she's of got, the arm she's got blades two, she's got two knives like she's got two axe heads and she's like i don't need handles because she's just hardcore mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna stick these into faces um well, TJ, uh, how about you? How are you feeling about RC? Like, uh, would you agree that she she turned out like it's just a solid bike former for the most part? Um, I'm not as I'm not as happy with how she turned out. Uh, part right. of me that part part of that might be my copy. So I I will uh, ask Aaron like, how is she when you like turn the waist on her? 
I don't remember any issue. She's a bike right now, so okay. Um, because on mine there's a point you can't wh- turn the waist. Oh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, bikes don't have waists, so yeah, that's odd. That's that's easy. Uh, no, uh, like there's a point on mine where it catches. So okay. like the waist does not like have a smooth rotation on mine, and it keeps wanting to. Yeah, and... try to semi rapidly transform her here. That's she's definitely isn't a a fiddle bot by any stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- this sounds she has, she has a very specific order of operations. Yeah, this sounds like something. Some oh, I forgot who it was. Someone was talking about this in one of the discords I'm in um, about how there was something about her waist that felt funny, and then later on they found something that. At least, like, made that conclusive in a way that they found more satisfying. I'm just going to do a quick look here now. Yeah, this, so, yeah I, so I heard something had, about her waist. She has a bit of an odd construction in how her waist goes together because there's, like, a, a a pivot that sits on top of a ball type of piece, and then the whole ball moves. So now that I've, now that I've kind of got her disassembled back a stage or so, um, it's... Yeah, it like wants to roll forward and back, like her ab movement wants to happen very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of a way that she's transformed. Like if you get your thumb, so there's a way that I've been able to like there. There's a retention point in it. Yeah, and if you just heard that click, that's you have to because it's this like ball joint that's just on a plastic pivot like there's two stubs with two holes in like what would be her in the about her spine area there's a point where it just has a little tab that clicks over and unless you like really overextend it or like use your thumb to catch the little thumb bit there i could see how you wouldn't necessarily catch that part Okay, so it's like an internal mechanism yeah. of sort. I'm trying, I'm imagining it myself here. I can Interesting. Take a take a <laughs> picture here. Let me Cuz also TJ, stars. I'm just thinking some, something like that with like a sort of like soft retention thing. If a tolerance is off in there, I know I've had that happen on it on that was on my Studio Series um Voyager Optimus from the Bumblebee movie, those leg panels of his. I have one where they their tensions are all just off enough that none of it quite works the way as intended. Uh, that might be an issue. I'm trying to also imagine what your RC-specific issue is without having handled it. But it could be something going on in there internally. So, not that it's going to help the listeners unless... Get shared Aaron is posting a so photograph. We're going to go like here. Nitro gift. Stupid mobile version. Aaron's going to post a nitro gif of RC. <laughs> so, oh, I kind of see what you mean. Yeah, um, there's a, there's a, there's that's a lot more internal structure than I thought she had. Wow. Yeah. So that ball piece has just a little finger that comes up against it, and so if you can hear this, like that is that action yeah. going across the piece that then locks that in, and then it gives her a a little bit of waist action. But if that part is not clicked in, 
then I can see how you would have a significant issue with any sort of like stability out of her waist. Because Aaron has a photo of uh, the rear of RC. It's the rear. It's the, I believe the rear of RC with her backpack lifted up. Yes. All right. So for those of you who have RC, who want to know what we're talking about. And maybe if you haven't looked back there to look at the things in question in the very center, there is what looks like a gunpla ball socket cup. And I see that little finger that you're talking about mm-hmm. on the very top inside. I, that, that, that's definitely something overlookable too. That's, yeah. I, I haven't seen an internal structure like that on a transforming transformer in a long time. Yeah. So that is ever. that, that is that looks... something that very much like I I could see that being missed if somebody is not because there's resistance before you click it on. So it's not like it just goes. You got to give it like it's, it's one of those things where you know again when it comes to you know if somebody reviews this do that part with audio. And and let it know that there is a a physical click in there, or the the Lego automatopoeia that's in their instructions, where it has click in four different languages. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So I've double checked that part. I have clicked her spinal column into place. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it disengages as soon as I turn the waist. Really. That sounds like a tolerance issue. If that little finger is the main locking point, I can see that as a failure point easily as well. Yeah, no. I can get um, I can get her to turn as much as the the mechanics of that lower joint bumping up against other parts will let it. I need to get a hold of an RC. EB GameStop needs to to get on it to get an RC yeah. to me because I think there's a way you could repair it or or strengthen it, I should say. But I I need to actually handle it because that starts going into like, what do the plastics feel like? And audio descriptions don't help that mm-hmm. much for that. Um, nor nor will it help to go like, all right, Aaron, now imagine yours doesn't work, <sighs> and <laughs> tell me how that feels. Uh, first thing you do is all you right, hit it I'm... with a whack load of super glue, and then the second thing you do is go, oh no, <laughs> I didn't take it all the way apart before I put super glue on there. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh no, I made Transformers Red Legacy Prime RC to go with my Red Prime RC. Um, well, it's good stuff to know, especially about that internal waste thing, because I'm also going to assume the instructions don't communicate that super Not super loudly. well. I, I, uh, it, it feels uh, like they're falling back again on instructions. There's, they're like, better, <laughs> but it still is just like, oh, we only want to pay for two-color printing on this thing, and so we'll just have it be purple and a slightly different shade of purple for what what the action thing is but also showing we, you we the whole nice. toy at once right no i think they did have some we, cut-ins of like hey this is specifically because when she has to do some of her like origami gymnastics i yeah. want i want to say that it had specifically like like a, a different view but still a little bit too far out to show like this is the shape that it should be Okay. Um, well, TJ, other than the waste thing, I guess, have you got any other um, stuff going on with RC, good or bad? Um, just ju- just general joint tolerance things on mine. Uh, like that, like that hinge is just mm. above that, that. That I guess is that similar that exact same point. She does like to like fall backward on me. Uh, the way her yeah. the way her legs kind of collapse together, like the jointing to that is. Her knees for me are like really tight, but the clip that 
keeps like the the thin frame skeleton of her of her leg connected to her shin is actually pretty weak, so her leg wants to pop off if I pose her. Ah, Man, that's it a, sounds yeah, it that's, sounds like you got just the the short end of the stick on QAQC. It might be. It might be. I I am also wondering because these are the first ones showing up and you know, technically quote unquote ahead of schedule. But I wonder if because I know this happened before. I wonder if if later runs like later this year, uh, if there's any like small subtle noticeable changes here and there on stuff like that, like those little tweaks here and there because that's happened before with like tiny adjustments made in the factory level after the initial shipment um but yeah i, I also haven't looked too deep i should say i haven't really looked into the feedback threads on any of these i every feedback i'm talking about is just like what's crossed my twitter timeline or been in the discord channel when i was looking um but uh tj sticking with you here uh we should talk about the guy who in many ways feels like he got overlooked um, when this wave was announced, and then in all the feedback I've heard, sounds like he's very much present for the wave. Uh, skids, how are, how are you feeling about deluxe skids? So, as someone who has uh, very very little care about skids, uh, he hmm. he is a he is a fairly solid figure. You know, I all right. He's, He's one of those that doesn't really do anything like above his pay grade. Like he is just a a very like stock style of deluxe transformer, but he does everything very well in, in a very solid way that is, you know, he is satisfying to mess with. He's he's that competent guy at your job that he's never going to blow you out the water, but he's going to be there every day and do his work. <laughs> Yeah, probably just his work. Like you, you give him a job to do, he's going to yeah. do it. But he's not going to like, oh, and I also took care of this other thing for you. That, that's kind of what I meant by like very present. Like mm-hmm. he, he didn't, he didn't do anything to make people go like, oh man, the skids. How did this turn? Like the worst I've heard is a couple of folks saying that they felt he, they felt their copies were a bit brittle. Um, which just looking at him and the way that his chest structure appears in, in a three quarter photo, I'm like, yeah, I could see that be in the general hand feel like yeah. there's just you know there's a lot of air in there um but yeah i haven't heard anything bad it's just more so a, this really general like uh how do you put this well-intentioned malaise mm-hmm. of people going like he did nothing wrong yeah my but i'd like to talk about drag strip <laughs> my 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 biggest issue with him is like his shoulders where he has uh like the pinned joint at the edge of the car body or thereabouts. And then also, mm. like, his shoulder then. So it's, it's like that joint, and then he has a, a pin joint that does the forward and back on his arm, and then his wheel, there is something coaxial there, so that then, like, his lower upper arm goes in and out, and then a bicep swivel underneath that. So sometimes, like you can get some odd poses that you have to, like, if you're going to, to move something, you have to, like, isolate the lower part of the arm to move a thing to then isolate the upper part oh. of the arm to move a thing. Like the Jacob's Ladder kind of effect of, like, there's too many hinges that have aligned kind in just the wrong way. Kind of. They're all kind of coplanar against the shoulder 
they're all kind of in an odd spot. So you can have them be like really droopy armed or really like high armed, like depending on where you kind of put a couple of the other things. And there's not a like there is a a way that kind that like briefly holds that where mm-hmm. the stuff that would be like the side front quarter panel will kind of hold up and kind of returns the the like lines of the car body but it doesn't do a great job of holding it strong there so i don't know if that's a, a feature not bug type of thing or if it's just i don't know just go crazy with the you know wavy tube arm guy he's a power shrugger yeah yeah oh, oh he could get some shrugs in <laughs> uh that's yeah, what, I mean, that's what yeah, he's doing it, with all the other time where he should be helping out and seeing if other people need help. So just, yeah, it's, 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 it's it sounds like he's he's kind of on that um I guess that the kind of kickback level of like he's done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, I I guess I'd say just his energon weapon just looks funny, but that's about it in, in my eyes. TJ, do you, do, does yours have any um like does he transform smooth for the most part for what he's doing? Like, it's going to turn into a box, basically? Uh, I, th- I think I had a little bit of alignment issue trying to get everything flush uh, once I got him into vehicle mode, but I can get him there. Like, it it takes a little okay. it takes a little bit of finagling with tabs, but he works. You know, I can get I can get a solid little, like, not minivan, because I can never remember what it's... He's got a like, real... Like, early proto SUV. Yeah, something He's got like a that. real not... It's a, it's a, it's one of the loudest, not a branded vehicle, vehicle modes in a long time. Yeah. Like all the lines are just funny enough where you're like, that's not real, but it makes me think of things mm-hmm. that I've seen in real life. Uh, I, I'm glad to hear that. Cause like, I, 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 you know, I don't know when I'll next get a chance to pick up masterpiece skids. Uh, I really, I, I kind of have, I have small regrets. I didn't grab one of the ones at TFCon Toronto cause they were a pretty good price and, and I've heard resounding praise for that masterpiece toy so it sounds like it turned out well uh but yeah this, this one still looks like it could be fun I'm, i am a little more curious to see like what his uh potential redecos could be um but you know nothing against skids like you said he shows up he doesn't he doesn't uh wrong anybody um i now that you guys have talked about it i do really think he's his weapon looks the most to me like part of um, obviously they want it to be an open play pattern, but it looks like it's the most part of like a soft intended weapon as well. Like between like the, the, the peg and mm-hmm. barrel at the end and that ax blade and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, the, 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 what the weapon has going for it at the very least is being able to combine into like a triple barrel blaster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that that takes that looks cool. yeah yeah that looks cool. That takes away the awkwardness of the pistol on its own, because otherwise it's just like a handle underneath another handle that he holds onto. <laughs> it's a very uh, that that yeah. His weapon is a very much like no. This is how it was in G one, and you kind of go like oh, okay, because <laughs> it is. <laughs> it just looks really funny. Uh... All right. It sounds like a like a like a pretty decent deluxe wave, all things considered. Like, um, you know, drag strip being the star is what I was really hoping for. RC turning out to be a good toy, at least 
That's what I was hoping for. Um, the other two not being terrible is what I was hoping for. Uh, so let, let's let's get into those Voyagers. Um, Aaron, I guess this is your first experience with Blaster. Uh, so uh, is does, does he, is he hitting uh, pretty well for you? Yeah, he's uh, a Blaster for sure. I mean... He's a lot like Soundwave was because it's very similar. I mean, they're, you know, fundamentally the the same dude, just different colors and some different hardware. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad to have him. the The two of them look pretty good side by side. I wish that his, I wish that he had one of the animal cassettes. Um just for more kind of variety in that, but what you gonna do? Hmm. Yeah, and I I hope that we get a chance at, like, the, you know, the cassette he comes with, the Eject Rewind. I'd love to see mm-hmm. that in just, like, nice matte, you know, opaque colors. Yeah. yeah. Um. Their, their recent hit-or-miss luck with transparent cl- plastic has been a thing, but he's transparent blue because that's what the window of blaster is so that you can mm-hmm. see into it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, glad, I'm glad to hear that the Hasbro team, uh, who are more, you know, much more active on streams now than ever before. They've acknowledged that they, they've heard about the problems with all the translucent stuff and they're, uh, they're, they're actively trying to, you know, figure out a way, if not ways to solve it, ways around it, mm-hmm. which obviously we won't see the fruits of for a while because of how the, the pipeline works. But, yeah. My gospel has uh, reached the mountaintop. Well, well, well. Interesting with upcoming <laughs> story that we'll be talking about that gives us idea of timelines. But true. Yeah. Um, well, then uh, let's let's get into Bulkhead. Uh, we said already the main thing for me, which is that he actually has a teeny tiny nose, which feels yeah, feels like button, a like a nose. feels like an aggressive action taken in my direction, even though I know that I you know, I wasn't talking about this till they were well out of developing that toy, but. Uh, just, someone told me, "Hey, look at this!" and <laughs> sent me a photo, and I was like, "What?" Uh, I thought it was quite funny. But the thing I've been hearing about Bulkhead is that when you have him in hand, uh, and and you can look at him in three dimensions, he looks a lot less weird than in his uh, his usual photos uh, that you know we've been seeing for for months. So, um, DJ, let me ask you: uh, How is Bulkhead feeling to you? So in hand, bulkhead does feel very nice. Mm-hmm. He has he has a very solid, heavy feel to him. He feels you know, uh, well, you know, like well built, well structured figure. Uh, it is. I mean, it's, I mean, even in hand, it's still odd to see the bulkhead's main mass is just like a big green brick in the center of him. Like I'm used, to, I'm used to like curves on my bulkhead you know like bulkhead to me is like power lifter build where like he looks fat mm-hmm. but he's actually just all solid muscle mm-hmm. where this one is just like all pec like all pectoral you know this is competitive eater bulkhead <laughs> he uh he swallows hot dogs and lots of water he, he has good it's, it's like mr universe bulkhead it's just like Everything, just yeah. just build up the pecs and make him as solid as possible. He is still a nice figure. Like I, I have fun with him. Uh, 
you know, and then like you know, as I said, like it's just he's very solid. He has uh, he does have features I like. I like how they did his uh, his mace hand here, or it's, mm-hmm. it's not like a flip around or a plug in. It's like an encapsulating thing. Yeah, I think yeah. that that's a pretty neat trick. Yeah, and I like I like I'm just flipping through his product photography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I also like how they snuck away of actually like shoulder mounting his gun so he could have like the mace and the shield at the same time and still have his weapon doing something. Yeah. Hmm. No. Yeah, and the, and the shield is it, it, like you know seeing more in hand photos and stuff like the his his weapon loadout I think to me really helps him look like a bulkhead. Um, it's just you know like I said. The, the the narrative of what legacy is makes it weirder to look at something that otherwise I would have taken as granted of this being like no this is this is like a representation of bulkhead. Uh, if I hadn't had all the preamble of like worlds collide going into this, I would have probably not made me blink so much. There's also another toy we'll be talking about who makes me blink at this a whole lot more. <laughs> but um, Aaron, how how are you feeling about bulkhead? Like, did you, did you echo those thoughts? He turned out like a solid, just a solid yeah, Voyager I, truckman. I feel like some things that would help him out visually, especially um, some of the early stuff that we saw, um, if like they didn't go for the clear plastic that is his his chest and everything, because it's a very hollow mm-hmm. body. There's nothing like you can like put both of your fingers in his chest as he's a robot very easily. Um, I think that's some of what doesn't help him out from a photographic standpoint. That oh, and, absolutely. That and, you know, again, kind of like what was said, of, of his profile is very different from, um, you know, other, other, you know, prime universe bulkheads that we've thought about before that kind of the soft top cover slash shield works towards making up for in his robot mode or in his alternate mode. Um, Mm. But it just how square his chest is feels like he's totally just a, a pre retooling for some fire truck transformer down the line (laughs) or something of, of that nature. Yeah. I would call this almost a, a the, the new modern poster child for does the translucent plastic actually help? Because mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't do anything. It, it hurts his robot mode enormously, and it it only barely helps his alt mode because there are chair-like shapes sort of behind mm-hmm. those windshields. But like, is that is that a cost though? That is that is giving dividends compared to highlighting the fact that his torso is a box on a yeah. skeleton. Uh, I mean, it, it it feels like he's a pre-tool for a, like a Inferno or something. If we didn't just have Inferno in the line, um, you know, some, yeah, it's also something of that ilk where it's just like this is some or some somebody that's also a, a tow truck or something. Because you know, without his, you know, thankfully it's a thing where without his soft top cover, like if that gets lost as a as a uh, as an accessory, he still has like a truck bed with kind of diamond plate in it and peg holes. So it's something that's like that accessory that isn't something that's necessarily bulkhead isn't necessarily a loss if it gets lost. And so it's, yeah, I, it, it, it feels like 
to me, Bulkhead, he's not a bad toy. I don't think he's a good Bulkhead. And I think, I, I feel like he is something that was made with the anticipation of and then also we can do yeah and then with this to be with the, yeah the skeleton yeah and to be fair we know that's already going on in legacy with rc because you know she has a very road rocket aesthetic to her especially mm -hmm. with how like her kibble places on her back um I've, i i like like i know there's been people like eyeballing other like past figures that bulkhead could be intended for i know uh i know uh euro pyro was thrown out there mm -hmm. yeah uh, I, mm -hmm. I could see that absolutely um like yeah yeah he, he doesn't feel like he's meant to be bulkhead he just meant he just feels like this is a really heavy set figure we could throw bulkhead head onto it and and then put it out first Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then they can add a tiny little nose just to infuriate yeah. my own tastes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where where maybe it's because RC was ready to go, and it's like if they had a coin flip between the two of them, well, you do two things out of Prime, and then that way it's a a theme to show that we're doing doing all the universes. Mm hmm. And I also RC like it's worth saying because other people said it. She also looks literally like IDW two Flame War. Mm -hmm. um, like in, in, in a lot of respects. And, you know, if, the, if that recolor doesn't happen, then that's where I really go, like, what's going on, y'all? And, and that is also definitely the way I am the most excited for that yeah. toy to come out because I, I think IDW2 I, Flame War is super fun. <laughs> we do, we do, know, we know from like seeing Knockout that IDW's definitely seen these designs months ago to incorporate them into yeah. the comics. So I have no doubt, mm -hmm. like, Flame War is somewhere down the line. Yeah, and, and I'm excited for that. Um, also, because it's like, because I like the books, I don't. I think this ends up working out. It's like, hey, it turns out I get toys from the books I enjoy without having to rely on a third party company to do them. <laughs> um, you know, like like knowing that I'll get you know knockout from uh, from that you know the the assassination attempt story, and I'll get I'll get a member of Team Stream. I'm like, no, I'm down with it. Uh, it's it's a coincidence, sure, but it also lines up happily. <laughs> Um, well then, uh, yeah, I guess that, that, that closes up the legacy stuff. I'm, Cause I'm guessing neither of you, uh, saw an, or jumped at the bit to try to get a hold of laser prime. No, that's they're They're theoretically in Indiana, but yeah, yeah. I've had Galvatron sightings in my area. Theoretically. The Galvatron is tempting me because, uh, I, <laughs> the, they're like, no, we we took we took the battle damage off, and I'm like, oh, that's a really stupid reason for you to buy him again. But I'm like, also, I think that's a really good Galvatron toy, and I'm very pliant to reasons to buy him again. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> I, well, I mine also has the bad shoulders, so like have two reasons to upgrade, and I like Target mm -hmm. right now in the U.S. is doing like you spend like you you spend 100 bucks to get 25 bucks off, which I which is what I did the other night, except. Galvatron was already that was sighted there already sold out so uh, I was trying really hard not to pay full price for fixed shoulders essentially yeah and I mean the shoulder fix uh I, having done it I don't think it's a super pleasant process to go to and I think it's worth if you've got the cash it's worth just buying one who also doesn't have the battle damage no one likes to just have fixed shoulders like I, I'd say just do that <laughs> if you can but yeah, if you can get it on sale, it's even better. Um, I keep forgetting that he's also a legacy leader. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's some uh, acquisition inquisitions on Transformers Legacy. Let's talk about some more Legacy because we had a, a live stream uh, recently, which uh, to me, in my opinion, hit the perfect amount of information I want to get from one of these live streams, knowing that they are happening, you know, like once every month or two, as opposed to twice a year. Um, I actually, and I, I know that I'm, I'm not alone, but I know that I'm not the popular opinion. I don't mind these smaller info dumps, uh, not just because, you know, we, we podcast about news now and then, but also because like, it's, I like being able to look at the stuff and go like, oh, that's cool. And not like start pre-stressing about the, the incoming year of hunting for transformers as, as neat as that is, I don't mind a little bit of drip feed, but like, um, Part of that comes with Transformers not being, like, the one and only thing I'm super fi- fixated on. Uh, and that's not, like, a new... That's not a new state of being, either. Um, it's just, you know, it's nice to go, like, Oh, man! Transformers Day! I could tweet about this for, like, four hours! Alright, now I'm gonna go and, like, play Hitman. Or I'm gonna go and build a Malifaux model and drop a tiny head. Um, that's a joke for all the people who built Malifaux models. We got some reveals for Legacy Wave 2. Uh, we also saw the Robosen uh, Optimus Prime trailer, which is three feet long and costs $750. And have you guys seen the video of how that thing works? Yeah. That thing, I think, is actually a hundred times cooler than I expected, because I, I thought it was just going to be like, okay, it's the trailer and it opens and, you know, it's three feet long. It is objectively, you know, 750 bucks for all the components. When I saw the way it stands up by folding in half on the other axis, I was like, no, you know what? That is cool. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean, like, oh, I gotta go buy it, but, like, the, the RoboSound Optimus, I really want to stress this to a lot of folks. This is, like, the perfect exercise for a whole lot of us to acknowledge how neat a thing is without connecting that to wanting to own it. And I know a lot of folks just think it's dumb, full stop, but, like, I don't. I think this thing's super cool. I, I... I got to see one in person briefly. I'm not gonna buy it. But I think it's super cool. Yeah, I think that uh, both Prime and the trailer are very neat things that fit a certain category of collector that I am glad that I am no longer, like, the 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 target. I've managed to get away from, that... I've got to have everything, and I have more money than sense. I'm not saying that everybody's that way, but $780 or whatever for the trailer is very is very oof owie um if i don't that, think if it's even was... for transformers collectors like, yeah like, it, i just want to say yeah i, I yeah this it, is this is primarily for robotics enthusiasts who also like transformers and i think that yeah. the way they constantly front loaded on these streams is doing more harm than good to be honest yeah because uh, it really gets sold like, up as the this is the thing you need to get yeah and you don't like like this is like RoboSend stuff. Look at the rest of their catalog. They are people who both are robotics enthusiasts and tr- like robot enthusiasts. But like, like the robotics part is front and center on this thing. Like, look at the, look at the, the breakup photo, right? Of that trailer where the selling point isn't it's Optimus's trailer. The selling point is 18 servo motors, 60 microchips and over 2000 components. That's mm-hmm. the selling point that yeah. equals 750 bucks. Yeah. Like that's, that is the selling point. Uh, and for a lot of us are not that audience. Um, and uh, so I, and I want to stress, it's okay to think it's silly. It's just, sometimes I think folks are like talking about it as though it's 
a, a commander class, you know, like, yeah, as someone as someone who's I, like, like my mind was blown watching Armada Optimus Prime's trailer unfold on its own and fold back in, like seeing that would. I was going to say that was the one thing on the stream where it was like, and the first ever automatically transforming trailer. I wanted to be like, you mother. Uh, <laughs> but I think that there was some other minor, like, robotically transforming or something. Because I, I, I remember the people claiming that they caught a part of their carpet on fire because of. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we, we burned down a house with the original. Yeah. That's why no one talks about it. Anymore. <laughs> But like no, TJ, I also wanted to say that that was the first place my mind went to watching the trailer stand up. Yeah, like like seeing where we, like seeing how advanced that is compared to what we got at like the fifty, like what what back then was the forty dollar price point, and now seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Just but how much how much more it does, how much smoother it is, you know, like it's it is super impressive to see where the technology goes. And it's fun to watch, yeah. but like in my head, it's like I remember when it was just like like these homemade robots that just happened to transform into something that vaguely looked like Optimus Prime that you'd mm-hmm. see, you know, clipped a million times and tweeted at you, you know, once a week. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. along with dancing Soundwave. Hey, did you see the, the thing where they made Soundwave? Da- yes, yes, we have. Thank you. And, and it- and also, it's worth noting, it's not like this is really the expensive part, but, like, also, you get a tiny six-wheel RC car inside this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, with Roller. It was basically a radio-controlled car you can control, or Bluetooth-controlled car uh, that you can drive with your phone. Like, I, I would I would say everyone should get to see this thing in action. Because that Optimus, someone had one at TFCon Toronto. They were raffling off. I entered, I, I paid 10 bucks in that raffle immediately, because I was like, no, this, I, winning one of these would be the coolest thing in the world. Because... That Optimus is not one of those weird little, like, you know, stands up to transform and then waddle walks, you know, two steps forward and falls over robots. It is a severely impressive piece of technology to watch in action. Uh, like, like, incredibly so. Um, I was actually very upset and, uh, the it, it, one... I was actually very upset the one time, like, I walked into a GameStop and they said, oh, if you spend $50 worth on, on Transformer stuff, you get entered to win one of these. I'm like, cool! And I look around... There is one Transformer item in the entire store, and is a statue on clearance for twenty bucks. You're like, can you just triple charge me for this? Because honestly, <laughs> I just want to enter the raffle. <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, I, because I don't know. It it bums me out how this thing is getting snarked on the way the chess set is getting was getting snarked oh, on. No. And, like this is not the chess set. No, no, like. Please, come on. Like, don't bully this thing, uh, calling it the chess set, you know? Like, this is not Eagle Moss's chess set. This is way more impressive. Um, anyway, I had to get that off my chest, because I don't want to go... I, I resisted going on Twitter to to soapbox about this a bit, because it's like, that's that's everyone's shared space, and they're free to do with what they want, and this is not that important. But, um, yeah, I got that out of the way. Uh, on my sh- not shared space... Uh, what else was there? Uh, Earth War Earth Wars is still the mobile games are both still happening. So whatever. Um, <laughs> the War for Cybertron Deluxe Art Book looks like precisely what I uh, sadly didn't want, which is a was, whole lot about the Netflix show. Yeah, it was the exa- um, when I saw them start talking art book, I started like leaning forward in my seat, like oh, okay, all right, and it was for the for the. Uh, 
what do they say for like the critically acclaimed uh, Netflix show? Oh. Uh, by who? Yeah. What cri- what critic? <laughs> um, <laughs> there was one critic that acclaimed it, or claimed okay. it. Maybe they claimed it. Something I don't know. We we got a na- we got a man who's named critically. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the main thing reason I'm bummed out, obviously, is because this was potentially going to be a great resource for fans to make more Transformers trading card game cards that look like Siege Wave 1 and 2. And I'm not saying, please give us your artwork so we can make fan-made cards with it, but I'm saying, please give us your artwork so we can make fan-made cards with it, because we're not, it's fan-made, it's, we're, we're following the fan policy. It's all above table. Anyway. Uh, after that, there was some cool line art showing how they developed the look of Legacy RC, and I think in the line art she looks better than in the physical toy. I think the noses don't look as sticky-outy when they're not real. Um, I'm going to talk about noses a whole lot, by the way. I just laid it up up front here. Uh, then we got to see, uh, let's get into the toy reveals. Uh, Wild Rider, um, who has a name again. You know, that guy's kind of bouncing around a lot like, uh, you know, Bombshell Shrapnel used to. Uh... The second Stunticon, I think it looks fine. Um, he's definitely got a backpack, and that backpack is able to split and form shapes if you don't want it mm-hmm. to just look like a car backpack. And uh, I think if you have a problem with the backpack, you're not wrong, because it is quite a hell of a backpack. It just doesn't bug me that much, given the look of the toy. Um, I am sort of making assumptions about the balance of the toy, and maybe I'll you know I'll be wrong, but... Uh, overall, I think he looks cool. I, I like the the notion that they did a bit of storytelling sculpting on him to like put in lots of little dings and, and lines and stuff. Um, he's got that gun gimmick you guys were talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Head sculpt looks good. Like I, I got no real problems with him. Um, Aaron, how, how are you feeling about uh, Wild Rider? Yeah, I I'd say I'm about the same. Um, I I I like his look. Um, I like the you know that classic '80s like door panel air vent like it's a fighter jet type of 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 detailing um is is pretty pretty cool and then yeah the way that they showed that like the different parts of him that could articulate that don't necessarily seem to have a reason to other than to to give different um um profiles I think is 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 pretty good, and again, it, it kind of feels like one of those, you know, Wave Two has four guys, and it seems as if one of these guys maybe got a little bit more uh, uh, design love through the course of things than perhaps some others. Um, I think that I think I would say the Stunticons very likely sucked up whatever excess. Y- yeah, um, due, due, due to the combining find. nature of things. Um, with them i i definitely feel like they got additional like design iteration cycles than than maybe some yeah. other things but it's it's definitely a case where it feels like I, it's I, not uh... just the like the mechanical design but also the style design i i feel like with with both of the stunticons at least like they got an additional style pass as well if that makes sense I will. I will say the one. The one thing where I'm not going to be like, "Oh, it's all fine." It's like going so far as to say, like the the backpack. It's it's kind of like a cape. I'm kind of like, calm down, calm down, <laughs> calm down, my man. <laughs> Let's not go that far. Like I, I flipped through the live stream a bit to just catch some of the sound bites mm-hmm. that I know tend to slip under the radar, and and it was val- like I don't think it was coming from from any kind of like you know um, 
uh, over over overthought poorly thought place. But there was a moment where it was it was described as being kind of like a cape and cowl sort of cape, and I was kind of like, no, 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 no. Let's let's just call it a jet a jetpack. Let's call it a tactical backpack. And let's mm-hmm. leave it. At, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> uh tj how are you feeling about uh wild rider here i do really like the look of him i don't mind the backpack cape tack pack whatever you want to pretend it is uh (laughs) considering what he has to do in order to combine onto menasaur i think that's a perfectly fine uh you know uh what am i looking what the word i'm looking for here uh concession oh uh, concession works yeah thank you yeah it's been a day. Uh, yeah, I, I I think it's fine for for what it does. Typically, when you do anything like this, you're going to get one mode that's suffering in order to make all the other modes work. If it's, if all it is is a little bit of is is like that much of a backpack, which let's be honest, we've seen way worse on recent toys than this guy, and, and not even on triple changers. Oh yeah, yeah, on on functional triple changers, on yeah. just dude that has to go from a car to a robot. We've seen definitely seen more more chunky car parts hanging off of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go go, go look up uh, Moon Racer and any of her retools. Mm-hmm. Even uh, what is it? B B one twenty seven. Who doesn't necessarily have to turn into a real car ends up with quite a lot back yeah. there. Yeah, uh, from the photos I saw. Um, I say photos I saw because I'm still I still want to buy one. The only place I see him now is at Toys R Us, where he costs oh boy lots more. Um, but staying on topic here, um, the, I, I want to say, like, it, it also helps that we know that this guy isn't a car stuck on the back of a leg. Like, he also forms the heel, and that that makes that whole proposition, um, as far as like impacting the single toy, feel a little bit more legitimate. Um, because otherwise, if, if we were saying like, yeah, he's a triple changer, it's like, you know, are we talking about his him just sticking on the back of a leg? But the the way the hood kind of forms a, a heel piece is is kind of neat. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I'm 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 looking forward to this guy. It you know what's killing me is that Mark um, Mark wanted to show the other two Stunicons and was told he couldn't yet because they have to you know save things for streams. And I was kind of <laughs> like, you know what? Which means he had I, them I, just I respect... off camera. So a yes, <laughs> b I'm like I respect that you said it in the stream. Thank you for saying it in the stream. Even if I want to know it, wanted to see it all, at least you just said it and didn't say something weird and vague. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, TJ, um, I guess any other, any other thoughts on uh, Wild Rider? Um, no, no, no. Um, I, like I said, I'm fine with him. Like I, I think I think when I got to the discourse about like why aren't his wheels on his shoulders, I'm like, you know, no, now you're trying too hard. That, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it doesn't even occur to me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, don't. I mean, don't yeah, if, if if you, I, I, I wouldn't tell someone they're wrong if they're bummed out about it because it's like, no, I get it, but like, that's why you also, don't make him have have him as capy. <laughs> you you tuck him up and you like half transform that back because it looks like it has a articulation that moves yeah. it back. You jam it up and then you have him only have his arms go forward and backwards the way that G one did it and was proper. That's right. Respect the respect the yeah. respect the text. <laughs> um, well, TJ, uh, just sticking with you here, I want to lead into this one with you. We also got a look at Tarantulas, who uh, I feel like everyone has speculated on 
quite a while. And uh, A, he is the thing we thought he'd be, I guess, at first, which is a, a sort of retool of Black Arachnia. And B, boy, he doesn't look like a retool of Black Arachnia yeah. until you t- like actually tell me. Until you say it out loud in the stream, and I'm like, okay, you're saying it, and you're holding both of them in both modes upside down, and I still don't see it. Uh, <laughs> I think this turned out, I think this soundly, this friggin' worked whatever magic they pulled. TJ, how are you feeling about Tarantulas? I don't have a single bad thing to say about Tarantulas. Like, I, I, yeah. out of everything that I think they've shown off, he's the one figure where I look at and go, like, yeah, that is like spot on everything I wanted a new Tarantulas to be. He looks fan fantastic. Like, yeah, and uh, <laughs> to lead in with like, yeah, he's a partial of Black Arachnia, and then show me this, and I'm like, what does that what word the, mean? Anymore? What partial? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm literally, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to have someone mad enough to actually like disassemble both spiders and swap the parts in order for me to tell. What parts are actually redone? Yeah. His hands are the same. <laughs> uh, kind of. Kind of. Uh, kind of, except they're in a different place. At the yeah. <laughs> Is it maybe uh, the thighs? Yeah. Like, that, that, that was like, maybe like uh, that might be the one part. Like, so, so is like biceps, are those the same? I'd have to. They're, well, here's the thing. He's physically bigger. So, like in every respect, this is again where where I I think that you know we we may be bumping up against terminology that we think we understand but we don't because uh, we know that like back in the day yeah. when they used to remold it they had they they were like literally redoing the molds or had things gated differently. I wonder if at some level them saying partial is like we took the CAD file. We bumped the scale slider up by eight percent, and then we made it entirely new toy. But, but then, but then also, it's like, oh, and he's also the part. The part that also made made me just start blinking and like happy that I could rewind the stream a bit was like, we're like, oh, he's still a deluxe, and he's bigger and a partial, and I'm like, this you violated every single mathematic that I thought we had laid out here. Uh, <laughs> It's a it's a partial of a deluxe, but we upscaled it and it's still a deluxe. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> you sure? Yeah, you did, you did, because <laughs> they uh, demonstrably they did. Um, yeah, it looks I, I, he looks great. Um, Aaron, uh, how are you feeling about Tarantulas? Um, I think he looks good. I saw somebody get fired up on Twitter that it was the incomplete tarantulas render from like episodes one and two of beast wars not the more fully developed render from later episodes due to some like geometry with the torso or something i was like man that i uh huh okay i i think it is really cool that like I've said this about other toys. When that's the crit that we have, that yeah. is also you know damning. That is damning praise. Yeah, of the of the toy as well, or praising damning, I guess, of the toy. Yeah, because uh, because uh, that is something. This is this is going outside of Beast Wars. That is a, a thing that has some roots because there have been a lot of traceable moments in the last few years of stuff that is that is um, by dictate trying to be slavish to animation models citing fan-made animation models 
that come up in Google image search first. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so, you know, that, that has a sort of a distant parallel to the idea that, you know, this is based on the in-show model that was not the best in-show model. Um, I didn't know there was a difference on the tarantula's in-show model, and I'd like to actually see a side-by-side now. I'm going to track one down later. Uh, I also would also, to say also a few more times, there may be a chance that this is coincidental by virtue of, like, the geometries necessary for this to physically work. Mm -hmm. But I also don't know what those geometries in question are. Um, But hey... It's pretty cool that this is our the big topic, you know. Yeah. That and I get I, someone out there must have said like it's kind of kind of cheesy they gave him the buzzsaw from his his uh, trans metal form when he's not the trans. Surely someone out there scoffed at yeah. the buzzsaw. How do we know that Tarantulas uh, didn't have a buzzsaw pre-trans metal and he was just like, eh, it's okay. But then post-trans metal, he was like, oh man. With the transmetal process, this buzzsaw went from being wimpy to being awesome. Yeah. How... And that's why we always see it later. I can use this as a wheel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, how dare you assume it's even that weapon? Maybe it is a tool. He is a tech guy. Like, he needs that for cutting yeah, things. Also, a fun tidbit from the live stream uh, is that uh, Mark Marr mentioned that apparently, the because that buzzsaw has weapon storage under the tarantula, where it kind of just disappears under the tarantula. Um. And Mark Marr mentioned that apparently Hasui-san is very good about constantly stuffing weapon storage into toys where it, it looks like it shouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. Um, which A, tells us this was a Hasui-san piece, but then B, maybe tells us other toys are Hasui-san pieces that we hadn't yet, you know, matched up to him. Because I can think of a lot of times where I felt like, dang, this weapon storage is cool on a lot of toys in yeah. the last few years. Where it's not um, just like knockouts guns that just sit on his roof. Yes, <laughs> uh, there, there is a marked difference in in the same lines of the last few years of cars that have guns hanging off them and cars whose guns disappear under them. Uh, so that that is that is kind of cool uh, to hear. Is it, it is a Hasui-san thing? Um, let's bump along to to Knockout because uh, I got I got to do my I had a journey on Knockout. Okay, so a I read IDW two and. Yeah, he looked so specific in the books. It was like, yeah, that's probably him. That's probably Legacy Knockout, and he's probably Studio Series Jazz uh, uh, tweak. Um, I like Studio Series Jazz. Um, I understand a lot of people don't for very clear plastic relevant reasons, and I fully admit none of them have happened to me, and that's part of the reason why I don't mind them. But I also like the shape of him. I like the transformation scheme. I don't mind that part. Um, However, my first thought when I saw Knockout it was on my phone was you fools you gave him a nose and because it was on my phone i was like also what the hell did you do to his face he doesn't even look like anyone he has craggles everywhere um and so i was like yeah this guy looks fine but he's really making a case especially in tandem with a voyager we're going to talk about later that like what internally is cool for translating prime to legacy is just not to my taste whatsoever uh I then saw him on my desktop computer where, uh, the, like, frankly, it's offensive what they did to me, um, because they gave him a nose, but they also gave him the single most attractive mechanical facial feature in all of creation, which is the teardrop, uh, eye details running down the cheeks across the cheekbones. Um, so he is horrendously attractive and I pre-ordered him immediately, um, Because he (laughs) is a very sexy robot dude, 
just he has a nose, so he doesn't look very good to me as Prime Knockout. And it's just it plays into the whole thing again. If this is just if this is IDW two Knockout, this toy's great. The part where it's like it's Prime Universe Knockout makes me go like, okay, stop <laughs> giving them noses <laughs> if they're Prime Universe. <laughs> Uh, that's my, and, and I, I think I'm in the, <laughs> I'm going to use these words. I think I am in the moral, the morally correct side of this argument when we get to talking about G-axis. Uh, but all that aside, uh, I think this knockout looks fine. I think there are countless reasons why prime knockout fans would feel very little, uh, looking at this. Um, unfortunately, because this thing is doing a whole lot of good effort to, you know, and I don't mean this as, as damning. I mean this literally as praise. This is a main line on the store shelves deluxe, uh, exclusive to nobody, doing a fair amount of good work to look like a really good mid 2010s Botcon exclusive. Basically, this is like, oh, you, they look look at all the work they did to turn Jazz into knockout of all characters. Mm-hmm. Except this is just you know on shelves, which swaps the context to the point where a lot of things that are praiseworthy just get you know sort of defensively taken for granted uh but because i exist across this many decades i'm like no this, this is still really freaking cool like the work done on this the paint deco is, is amazing the retooling on the car mode is borderline unnecessary to be honest and i love that they did it because uh, it does result in a better looking knockout it's not just a new head so I, i'm down with this figure uh i i have no i'm not going to stick up for it in the face of criticisms because you know i still have a big one called its nose and uh, also this figure can go to hell for doing the eye thing that I think is, you know, it's like you give him a nose, which I really don't like, but then you did the single most attractive mechanical facial detail in the world. So it's like you, you balanced it out enormously. The scales tipped and he's pre-ordered. Um, Aaron, that's my soapbox done. How are you feeling about Knockout? I don't know if you have quite as myriad amount of, of a journey of thoughts. I, I, I don't I have through. nearly that same journey of thoughts. Um <laughs> You know, I again, this is a, a place where it's a it's a partial that makes me wonder, like, at what point is are, are, are again, is it just like we took the CAD file and changed some things rather than like these are are like potentially swappable parts between two molds. Um, but yeah, he well, the, very... the, one, the one thing I'll say from from the thighs Sorry, from the knees down, he's identical to Jet. No, the feet are different. The shins are the same. That's yeah. so weird. Okay, never mind. I had a point to make. It just it just nullified itself because it's like but between like I think every <laughs> panel's changed. I'd have to go over to the walls uh, wall of Jazz's. Oh no, the, the, the Jazz. The front of the down, shins and the, the and, front of the shins are the same. I'm, okay. I'm looking at them right now. Okay, um, uh, but like he, he's he's definitely a square boxier, more aggressive look vehicle. And I really do hope that his final paint, like that the like the metallic red on red, comes across as well as I'm hoping that it is there in photography. Because it's hard to tell because not I I yeah. can't quite tell if that's like they've got a very like odd set of lights that makes that pop up more, or if it actually is like that, or if it fades, or how it is. That I I feel like could really be a make or break. Red plastic is also visually, yeah. Red red and yellow plastics are also horrible about trying to color match. They're just shiny. So, yeah. Uh, I was going to say they're also they're also so shiny that they in photos can just look hand painted. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just want to give you the update because I, I, my, my SS Jazz is just chilling right here. My stud sir is right here. Uh, the mid, the mid, the midsection spinny piece and the crotch are the same. The front of the shins are the same, but the thighs are different. The feet are different. The rear wheel pods are different, and they're sculpted to look better when they're not rotated. Uh, and everything else is no. The sh- the bicep, the upper arms are the same, but the lower arms are different. Uh, so yeah, there's a whole lot that's, that's and this isn't even is this by plastic? Okay. The black plastic on Jazz, aside from his head, is the same, but is also the gray plastic. No, no, it isn't. It was until I got to the lower legs. Okay, never mind. None of this makes sense because we don't work in the toy industry. But uh, <laughs> I thought I had the whole clean solution here. Um, but yeah, Aaron, uh, you, you'll have some fun trying to figure out the plastic layouts on this yeah. when you take a look at him. I'm, um, I'm I'm fine. I'm not going to to deep dive that far. Looks like he has the same wheels. There. It's garbage now. <laughs> um Okay, yes he does. Okay, for a second cuz I forgot that they're uh, they're not symmetrical all the way around and I was like, mm-hmm. did they retool the friggin' wheels? <laughs> uh yeah, they're the same wheels. Garbage. Throw in the tra- throw in the trash. Uh TJ, how are you feeling about knockout? Knockout is essentially what I expected outside of. I really didn't think they would do any retooling at all to the vehicle mode. Everything else is yeah. just pretty spot on to what I imagined. I had already braced myself for he's essentially going to be a red jazz. I think there is part of me that has long since accepted the fact that his robot mode cheats so much in the prime animated series that I'm not mm-hmm. going to see an accurate one at the deluxe size like ever. Uh, I think for what it is, it's fine. It gets the silhouette of him across. It's not quite his style. It's, it's like the other prime ones where, yeah, it is a different take. It is like just seeing them in a more G one universe. You know, it is essentially like a most, extreme of homages but not an attempt to recreate prime knockout and for that for that i think he looks fine Mm. Uh, i just checked something on mine to the photo of the vehicle mode i am 99 percent sure that every dedicated vehicle piece is new tooling on knockout even the roof uh it has differently shaped rear view side mirrors yeah uh, well, the doors at, have different at, detailing. At the, at the part that you're doing that, you're ha- like the roof is a non-starter that you've already changed everything else. I I just figured maybe the roof is the same shape, and then I looked at the the rear views on the side mirrors, and those are a completely different shape on Knockout. So even that's different. Uh, maybe the back window piece is the same because that's harder to tell <laughs> at a glance. Uh. But yeah, very impressive, I think. Um, hopefully that, that hinge continues to be okay to me. It seems like the hinge is mean to everyone else um, on the you know the, the clear plastic bit that breaks for folks. Um, hopefully mine all work. Selfishly, I say. Um, I also want to be a bit selfish here. I want to gush a little bit. The last deluxe we saw, Elita 1. Uh, I didn't know this was happening. I had not kept up with the leak list about Minerva and stuff. 
this is blew my mind because this is just like a really good looking young Alita one who just turns into a good looking funny Transformers car. Uh, and I think this toy turned out well across the board, honestly. Uh, I, I'll mention Chris McFeely um, had a little Twitter thread about how this is, again, this vehicle mode appears to be based on a fan-made vehicle mode because the Alita 1 animation model sheet only came into public knowledge a year ago. Um, so they appeared to go with a fan-made Google image search findable one uh, that gave her a sort of squatter car mode, and this this looks a lot like that car mode. Uh and then McFeely pointed out that given that the real animation sheet was not public knowledge till last year, there's a, like that, that means that there's no way that they could have known with the production pipeline unless they somehow have animation sheets. We don't. And I think at this point they don't have animation sheets that we don't know about. Um, but this just looks like a, a good transformer who has a demonstrably uh, female design robot mode who turns into a good vehicle and the vehicle is made of parts of her body, for the most part. Um, she's got a modular backpack, um, probably for a Minerva. But also, modular backpacks are are neat. They're topical to Transformers. It's a reforming mm-hmm. body part. Like, that's kind of cool. Uh, and a little thing that I think is really worth highlighting is this. Now we are, Legacy is two for two on, here's just a good deluxe female Transformer who has a solid vehicle mode. One's a bike, the other's a car. And they're not, like, compromised. They're, they don't look stupid. They don't have, like, a a person stuffed into the front passenger seat and the rest of the car is a backpack covered yeah. in joints or something. Like, it's, it's just a Becomes good a hoverboard. It's This feels like a, a massive exhale after Earthrise RC. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and I love it. Um, however, also, Legacy is going to be longer than two waves. So, uh, hey, I think this... Sh- I'm praising this now. Maintain this. Uh, it doesn't always have to be deluxes, but I think it would be a really good show to just see a good female Transformer design in each wave of Legacy that just turns into a normal vehicle of some sort. doesn't have to be realistic. just turns into a vehicle uh, and is not one of the two from Waves 1 and 2. Um, because then you have loaded four designs to retool uh, to heaven and back however you want to, and that's way better than you know, every single female character turning into, like, a weird stick car or something like that. Um, I, I also just think this looks like a good toy. Like, uh, the the biggest crit I've seen that I'm kind of sadly nodding at is the notion, like, uh, that, you know, maybe all those white parts are going to be more of a salmon pink once six months pass, because that's been a thing. Um, but that aside, uh, I'm, I'm excited about this Alita 1. And also, it's really neat to just be excited about an Alita 1 toy that just transforms. That's really novel, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, and, and I love the car mode. Um, like, they, they pointed out in the live stream that her little hat there is uh, a 5mm peg piece, which is hilarious. Uh, Mark Marr mentioned you can attach it to her gun to, like, make her gun more powerful with her hat or something, and I'm like, that's great. Uh, obviously, if that's Minerva later, that's probably a light bar. But uh, I, I am super hyped for this Alita 1. I think she looks really fun, uh, and I'm... I, I hope that she turns out tactilely to be really good too. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about Alita One? I can dig her. Uh, she also looks like she has uh, like the inverse of the the KP action of Wild Rider. So potentially, if you don't want, yes. depending on on the because the couple of photos have her pretty square on forward. Um, like without knowing the profile of that backpack, it looks like if you don't want her to have. Minerva-esque, like, tower shoulder bits, 
you may be able to condense that down into just a backpack. Oh, I'm going to paste you an image. Is there an image? Uh, this that is from the, a different. This is from the. Oh no! Ignore that. That's a Malifaux video because my copy paste didn't work. Why didn't that's that? that's an entirely different thing? You have to you have to copy the thing C. and then paste it. Um, I have to do Control X or it doesn't work in Discord. Okay. It's weird. But uh, there's Mark Mar. And that's okay. a real yeah. still image face. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's the uh, the compacted backpack. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember if he talked about that or not, but look, I was seeing it in these images for sure. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so again, it's it's a place where, like, in in the idea of Alita alone, they've done extra design in order to give you some some variety and choice of, of how you make things look, which I appreciate. And it's a great front load for you know the the whole pre tool thing that we talk mm-hmm. about all the time now. It's like here's a, a modular body part, you know. <laughs> um, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Deluxe Alita? I actually really like her. I think it's a huge step in the right direction to have a female transformer that has like a noticeable amount of bulked out parts rather than trying to make her as scrawny and traditionally feminine as possible. You know, I like I like the heavier look she's got to the legs and the arms. I you know, she's got a backpack that is no worse than the boys, even in her own wave. So all all good there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like seeing how much of her seems to form the vehicle mode. Uh, it is a different vehicle mode. Because they, they mentioned they wanted something more akin to a dune buggy. Which, it's an interesting twist. It does make me wonder, like, outside of Minerva, if there is someone else that that might be intended to. No. Yeah, dune buggy was a very weird word to use to describe it. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Like I kind of blinked yeah, when he said d- that. D- I was dune like, buggy. I'd expect something more like open topped. Like yeah. A, like a beachcomber style thing. For, but like, there's not a lot that really fits the kind of two seater whip around four wheel vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She she's hitting something like in between dune buggy and like. The futuristic car Homer Simpson designed. Yeah, the Homer. Yeah, I think I saw a. The, am I wrong? Someone photoshopped this into the Homer. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've seen a few of those. Someone did that, right? Yeah. Uh, hey, colla- it's a free tool for collab. <laughs> Transformers collab Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I it is I'm a like... dune buggy gets into the range of as a taco a sandwich. Yeah, only. I think is a taco sandwich has more grounds than this is because this is just like it's a squish. It's it's not even a squish car. It's just I think we're so used to super sleek cars and super muscle cars. It's like this is just a normal little yeah. like buggy car. Like it's just a yeah. normal car <laughs> from space. <laughs> like don't pick. Uh, yeah, like we, we need more variety. Let's not pick on the different one. Yeah. And uh, and also yeah like like just like a really a really practical point as well of this being a female transformer who doesn't have uh, super thin body parts is it means that she's also good as a transformer because unfortunately generally super thin character turning into a vehicle um, not just to keep picking on the one but we have a very recent example of how that usually also doesn't make for a great toy just full stop let alone one that is like you know playing into a very specific singular body type. Uh, I have seen a, a digital bash of this into strong arm 
which look good. It's a good digi bash, but I would say like I don't like if we're gonna do strong arm. Strong arm is is wider in shoulder than this. We need a wider structure for this to be strong arm, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, strong strong arm is one of those where like I really do need it to be like truck based. Like I I w- I don't think I would accept this yeah. as as like a strong arm style. Um, there is a there's a weird world where like there's part of me that could see this as like the beginning of a crasher. I don't disagree. Um, I think that would require the backpack to be able to fold over the top of her head with a hole in the middle kind of thing. I mean, I I, I say the beginnings. I say the beginnings. Yeah, you know, because I I could see where yeah. I could see where that vehicle could be retooled into something closer. Yeah, if those wheels could get out of the way and those things could just fold over her shoulders and you could start forming that kind of the crasher cowl, um, I could see something like that. I'd love it. I mean, even if they didn't do that and it was just this with a crasher head, I'd probably love it because I love crasher. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what this is aside from not, you know, no disrespect to Minerva because Minerva's great. I'd love a Minerva, but like, I am really curious to see what, what this could be aside from Minerva, like you were saying. Um, and, uh, that, that, uh, brings us to the Voyagers where we got to cover the big topic in the room here. Uh, the right decision was made. <laughs> Controversial opinion. Soundwave is the siege one because the alt mode's better. I said it. Uh, no battle damage, Siege Soundwave, finally! The fans have demanded it. Actually, I wasn't even, because I don't mind the battle damage, but, um, the only bummer about this to me is that Legacy's Voyager price point is higher than Siege's, and this is just Siege Soundwave without the battle damage, and the value proposition is non-existent to me. Uh, when you put all those bullet points together, it's kind of like, give him, give him a cassette or something. Make me feel better about this. Otherwise, I'm fine with this. Uh, and I know no one else is, and I don't care. <laughs> uh, do either of you have like I'm guess like I'm guessing you guys would probably say like this feels like this probably should have been the Netflix one. Um, and I've seen some some interesting conversations about whether that mold ended up being ex- uh, exclusive, super hard the way that the VWB ended up being the Netflix Bumblebee. Um, but uh, I don't know. Do either like? I mean, we all we all know what this toy is. Um, do either of you think this was a, a truly bad? Do either of you think this could have been done better? You know, something like that. I, I don't know. I, it's it's Let's a thing where un- a unfortunately minute. I feel like it's a we needed another Voyager. What something we can do very easily, and then they did it. Yeah, like like that's a hey. We need to fill a line because the wave three voyage the the other. Wave two Voyager needs another pass or something, or you know, Geaxis is taking up more time to design than we thought it would. What's <laughs> what's the, you know, can we push the casemate back? Well, we need to do two things in the case so that it's not, you know, four four or one thing coming out of a box. Uh, what if we made a clean sound wave? And then somebody said, Turns "Great, we, ju- we, is- we just did Blaster, and he was kind of a redo." Let's just go ahead and do this. And like, it turns out, Geaxis is actually just two Voyagers. He's actually a really good deal. <laughs> Soundwave is the uh, other side of that result. Um, TJ, it's it's Soundwave. Yeah, it is from G one. So uh, you say? I, I mean, this is his better alt mode. I'm just gonna. I wanted to figure out how to say that one more time. Um. 
all due respect to cassette players, spaceships are cooler. Uh, but he is shipping. I, I, oh, I, do you have actually something to add? Yeah, about him? yes, yes, I do. I don't like the okay. precedent it sets. Because I re- there, yeah, there, I don't there, disagree. There's a I I miss there's a mindset that existed in the mid two thousands where it's like okay, well first we're gonna make the new character and then we're gonna repaint it later on as like a legacy character so that way we get. We get people buying it because it's the new hotness the first time, and then people buy it again because now it's retro and nostalgia-y. And now the new mindset is, well, we'll make something that is gonna buy, you know, collectors are going to buy because it's a brand new mold, but we're gonna intentionally do something that they are not happy with, and then later on we're gonna fix it up, you know, and... We'll take the battle damage off, or we'll correct the colors, you know, or and basically re-release the same toy. And, and you made the point before, like, the price has gone up since this toy was first released, and because there's, a, you know, a much, you know, they've completely skipped one layer of the paint application. It's actually being produced mm-hmm. cheaper than it was before, but it's going to cost more now, which gets into this really, like, yeah, almost scummy area of pricing and releasing. It's just it's a it's a general feel bad. My my uh, very legitimate claims about the spaceship being better aside. Uh, it, it's it's sort of there's a bunch of just like little bummers. It's it's uh, what the second or third figure who who is almost like highlighted is like this one doesn't have the battle damage, and it's like, all right, that kind of sucks. Just <laughs> kind of be outright saying that the siege battle damage was was that bad. Um, and then uh, the the pricing thing, like the only reason why that really sticks with me is that it is from less than five years ago, uh, and it's kind of reappearing here. And I think that just makes it sting more than something that is older, where it's a lot easier to just like take the hit and go like, yeah, inflation sucks. Yeah. Um, the third thing is, I think this wouldn't feel as bad if Wheeljack and RC hadn't made figure is appearing in a future line as well into like a cuss word. <laughs> yeah. Wheeljack especially. <laughs> yeah, I always feel I always feel like uh, like okay, I I understand like if it's a popular toy and it was hard to get, okay, fine. Do another run somewhere so people can get a hold of it. But we've got, you know, Wheeljack two series in a row and apparently there's a computer listing for another repack of Wheeljack. And there's part of me that just yeah. like screams <laughs> and it's like it's can I get Slicer? Can you just, like, paint him blue and bronze? Look, and just you, call you nerds him? have been whining about getting us Wheeljack for so long. Now you're getting it, and you're whining about getting too many yeah, we made th- we made th- we made three times the Wheeljacks of every other toy in Earthrise. You're going you're gonna to just like it. Uh, also, fourth, I'll say there's a fourthly thing, which is, you know what? Everyone wants, like, the few people who are still excited about this mold really, really wanted to have to track down, like, try to get and had to track down is uh, the Sound Blaster version, who was exclusive and then exclusive again. Boy, would it have been neat to get Sound Blaster colorway in here of some sort. You know, See, not necessarily the exclusive one, but... Uh... There is part of me that is still, like, screaming of all the different Soundwave releases and how many times Hasbro loves to repaint things. Can I get one in, like, the Marvel purple color? Because I've literally Marvel purple would have been mm-hmm. oh that would have been perfect. So call it call it like comics universe sound wave. Yeah. Oh, See, this is what battle. Oh, that would have been 
This is what baffles me so much because you have the legacy theme in order to basically do whatever you want. You could do yeah. like a Marvel Universe sound wave in the purple colors. You don't have to do like Wheeljack a third time. You paint him green with orange translucence and you call him Cybertron Downshift. Like, that's killing me. You have that's a playground. You have a playground in front of you and you're just staying on the swing set. I hadn't thought of purple on this. That would have been perfect because I, I, I like I legit I like this mold a lot. I like this mold more than the Netflix version by far. And uh, like a a that colorway would have been really cool to see on this. Also to then put that alongside Seed Shockwave and have you know and the, and the reflectors and have Purple Fleet. That would have been really fun. Maybe in, I mean maybe in selects, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, I am I am uh, hey. Looking forward to seeing a whole lot of sound waves when I'm out looking for GSs. Who am I kidding? I pre-ordered them on the internet. Um, let's 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 get onto GXs here, so I can I can complete another soapbox. So uh, there's a lot of talk, you know, a lot of justifiable talk. Hey, we gotta we gotta make the prime toys, you know. Bring it, these are representative of them, you know. You can't draw 1940s Captain America like it's 1940s and draw everyone else like it's 1990s. You, you can't do that. Can't have. We gotta get the prime guys. So they bring in G2 G-Axis, and he's just a 3D print of Derek Yoniger art, mm -hmm. if I got the name right. Um, so the, the, it all goes out the window. He just, this dude doesn't look G1 at all. This dude looks like the comic book, 100%, which is great. But it also just, it, it made me sit there and go like, I'm proper, I'm proper internet mad now. His, his box does say G2 Universe G-Axis. We, we do acknowledge yeah. that does take place next to G1 Toys. So technically, it's, it's so not mad. too far out so of the mad. ballpark. So mad. <laughs> it was seeing this right after I saw the bad phone image of Knockout, and just seeing the nose and seeing G-Axis and going like, well, why is his nose so wide? Y'all gonna pick on <laughs> my favorite characters like this? Uh, but the, that aside, the G-Axis, uh, head sculpt is gorgeous. It's, uh, it is legit everything, um, bullet point wise I wanted from the prime head sculpts. And I think really makes the case that those prime head sculpts didn't need noses. Uh, G-Axis, uh, they could have just collated all their noses into the width of his head and his chin. Um, I really enjoyed the part where, um, on the live stream, uh, the folks, uh, who was it, uh, the marketing person was so, uh, unfamiliar with G-Axis and it is kind of hard to tell what G-Axis's face looks like if you haven't seen it in the comics before. Um, so, uh, she thought that his face was his chin, his, his, she thought his mouth was his chin and that his chin was a gas mask over his mouth. And then I covered his mouth with my finger and I was like, you know what? That does look like that. That is exactly what it looks like. If I had never seen the comic book, I would be saying, like, yeah, that's a big, low gas mask. That's cool. Uh, but no, his face is all squished up above that thing, and he just has mm -hmm. a giant chin. Um, by the way, animated legacy, if it happens and they they make their heads look normal, I'm going to once again point at this G-axis and go, like, um, excuse me. <laughs> You've already set the president. The chins are fine. Um, I think this looks great. I think the alt mode looks perfect in that it also looks like a weird drawn stick with wings from a comic panel from the 90s. It looks like that perfectly. Um, 
they got all the weird exposed cabling on his legs and stuff. So you get that little tinge of the, the mm-hmm. very specific artwork you're thinking of. Uh, the colors look great. Once again, I can't disagree with folks who were saying can't wait for him uh, to just look like a solid yellow robot six months later. Um, sadly, yes. <laughs> Until we see otherwise. Uh, I would also agree with uh, someone who I saw uh, saying that the the white is just too warm. It should have been a colder white to better match the color the coloration of the comic. I don't disagree with that. I wonder partly if that is just it is surrounded by so much yellow and faux gold that it's uh, might be a bit of an optical trick. Um, once I have the toy in person, I'll be able to play around with that a bit. But I am super sold on this G axis. Uh, the only real sad part of this whole thing was seeing Simon Furman. Uh, literally confirm, yeah, they're not sending me. I gotta go out and buy them. Uh, hmm. And it's kind of like, it may, it, that's not the first time this has happened, but it, it was fresh fuel to the flame that I definitely am a, am a champion of stoking, which is like, pay an intern to do the logistics to send copies of these toys to the people who designed them if they are that long-lived and f- from, yeah. like, a comic book that was never gonna have toys in the first place. Like, just just send one. Get an intern to do the logistics. Like, I understand the design team doesn't have the time or the manpower, but, like, you know, this has got to be in the pipeline somewhere. It needs to be. And it is not the responsibility of the design team. This goes, you know, floors above them in the building. It's it's just poor optics. Um, I'm sure... And, obviously, people are going to sort out Simon Furman with a G-Axis toy. Like, that's going to happen. But, yeah. like... Uh, you know, the, the and, and that happened with, with Alex Milne when, you know, the, there was an official skids and et cetera. And whenever, um, you know, mastermind has done stuff from the comics, like the folks do get sorted out. It's just like the legwork that, that has to get done is frustrating to see, uh, when the information is right there. Like, look at this G axis's head. It's like, where did you all get that head design from? Did you think, Oh, it was a comic book. Cool. Who did the art, <laughs> the comic book. Uh, but that aside. I think this looks really cool. Aaron, uh, how are you feeling about Voyager G-Axis? He looks funky cool. Um, it, I think it would look better if there was like a wash or something to all the white. Because dang, that's a lot of white. Um, and it looks dang, like there's a lot, lot of, of detail that exists in there. Um, I know it's a thing that they kind of talked about on the the paint apps on on uh, Alita 1 um, that was like different from what they had in hand so I'm hoping that this is something that like yeah the, the samples that we got didn't have the, the quick wash on it for certain things to draw out the detail um, but even a different plastic color that, that catches light differently yeah would help. and again it could be hey is this the, the photo box that they set this up in was just you know, overblown because they didn't, <laughs> when, when they were setting it up, they didn't think that they'd have like 1991, the color palette in here to deal with. Um, also, also looking at like Mark Mars webcam capture, it's like, it is, it is also a really stark white. Yeah. Uh, look, looking at color panels, I will say G color scheme is one that is very much, driven by the plot of the scenes he's in and it probably is difficult to discern what his yeah. unlit what like, what, raw it, what colors is, are what is his canon art uh his canon color scheme yeah yeah 
yeah, in, in all of his in all of his photos too, it's pretty pretty far blown out. So that is a very yeah. white white. Well, it was. It, I think it was because yeah, because I saw like you know he has the one photo of like showing the feet where the the feet are painted, where that's not uh, a native yes. color scheme. So I wonder if there's also just some. I wouldn't think at this point that it's like, hey, this is still a, a, a you know, a, a factory proof rather than a final. But whatever. There, there is like the the stuff that Mark has in his office. I've noticed over the you know this this chapter uh, is sort of a mixture of the two. Yeah. Um. So there's a chance, you know. Um. TJ, how are you feeling about uh, a Voyager G axis? I think it looks really, really solid. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with how he turned out. Like, it's a super clean robot. Uh, like, he doesn't seem to have much of any, just any kind of junk or superfluous parts hanging off of him. Uh, yeah, like the the white color gets a little bit. It's a little bit too bright. I will, I will, I will, I will agree with that. But there's just part of me that's just like. I'm just like amazed, just like how close he is to the G2 because I was perfectly ready for like like some pre-tool of Armada Starscream or something, or just like it kind of looks like Jaxus if you squint really hard and hit your eye with a hammer, that kind of that kind of figure. But it looks so good, like I I love how it even has like the G2 wiring in the legs, like hmm. Yeah, the the wiring detail is actually aside from the head the head sculpt's the loud part. The wiring detail is like the the sinew beneath it, where it's like this isn't just we put a really good head sculpt on a transformer. It's like no, you got it though. Mm-hmm. Like you got the wiring, and and you got the the legitimately silly bat winglets all over his body. Like those have to be silly and weird. They, like the little the little Namor winglets on his legs and stuff. Uh, like they they really nailed that part too. Yeah. Take a look at the closer eye, because I hadn't uh, looked at him, like, super close. Are his hands articulated? Like... Yes! He has a knuckle joint. Yeah. Um, which... Mm-hmm. I, I really dig uh, seeing that, because, like... I wonder if that's, like, a quiet thing they've got just going on moving forward. Like, you know, Coronation Starscream is it basically a Voyager who has a hand upgrade with that and a chair, right? And the coronation gear, and maybe this is something we can look forward to on Voyagers, in general. Like, unless they're really complicated, because uh, it, it looks like it even does the thing I like about a knuckle joint, where the hand probably looks normal when it's open. Uh, Commander Rodimus was great with that, because um, that like I like the knuckle joint, but usually if the hand is if the fingers are so curved, it just doesn't really do anything for me when it's open. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's got that going on. I know that there has been a lot of talk about, like, oh, and is he, is he a pre-tool for Armada Starscream? And I've kind of stared at him, because I know, you know, they have they have a link in the past. Uh, and, like, I, tr- I truly don't see it. <laughs> I'm kind of like, no, this, just, this dude looks more like a pre-tool for Cyberverse Meteor Fire than Armada Starscream, if I'm being honest. Uh... But, you know, if this really is, like, if some if this is some core of Armada Starscream, like, I I can kind of see it given that we've also, you know, just this episode talked about how how the pre-tool terminology doesn't really have a concrete meaning anymore. Like, maybe maybe he is, 
but that if this is if this is an Armada Starscream as well, that Armada Starscream is going to be so different from this. I don't think this toy will really inform how that toy would turn out if that is the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just don't I like I'm not saying he isn't. It's just like when I saw people kind of getting deep diving into that topic, I'm just like I don't even know how you can possibly glean anything from this. Like the only thing I'm seeing is he turns into a jet and his legs curl up on the back. And that's it. <laughs> anyway, um, we got uh, we got one more major th- thing here before the other major things. Let's just dive into this. Uh, now that we've gushed on G-Axis a bunch. The big news originally leaked a week early by the nefarious, uh, uh, the 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 criminals, the uh, uh, leader Blitzwing. Um, so uh, leader Blitzwing. Uh, I'm just gonna say this because I said this on Twitter. This is my this is my terrible hot take. I think he looks fine, just like I thought the other two Blitzwings look fine. I think that all three of them are fine. I think this one's fine, unless he tactilely feels terrible. I think this looks fine. I don't, but and and much like with the other two, most of the the big criticisms. I don't think you're wrong. I just think he looks fine. <laughs> I think there's with I find with Blitzwing, there's a certain level where I can't care enough. Uh, about a chunk somewhere, as long as the transformation's fun. And I said this elsewhere, the existence of DX9 Gavalt is partly the reason why I don't care, because DX9 Gavalt is my perfect Blitzwing. So all these other ones are just gravy, and generally they're fun to transform. Um, the big topics on this one, there's one for each mode. Robot mode. Those wings are not the wings from the jet, those are fake wings that fold out of nowhere for his robot mode to match an animation model. Uh... Which is pretty funny. Uh, and I also think it's very in character for Blitzwing, because it's like, he's just so bad at reformatting that he's like, no, I got the wings! And it's like, yeah, but you also folded up the real wings into your legs. And he's like, well, what does that matter? I got wings up here now. I can fly in robot mode too. And you're like, no, you're right. Uh, in the tank mode, he has the famous Blitzwing bump, um, which is a protruding jet-like cockpit with no nose cone on the front of the tank. As seen in the animation model, that was when a lot of us learned that that was on the animation model, because no one really mm-hmm. noticed before. Uh, but it's the famous Blitzwing bump. It is on this toy. Uh, and in the jet mode, he's got a folded entire tank tread under each wing hunk. Uh, again, I don't mind, because look, he's got front landing gear, so he can roll. That's the important thing. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Blitzwing. Uh, also, the, the fourth thing. His Energon weapons look like Energon combiner hands. It's a, it's just a whole it's a whole box of stuff with Blitzwing. I'm looking forward to him um, because as I as I've laid out, I have a certain expectation for a Blitzwing. Um, TJ, uh, you're on my mind here because you attempted to pull a Blitzwing Transformers trading card game card some months ago, um, and really that this made you jump into my mind as the Blitzwing guy. I don't know why, but uh, how are you feeling about Leader Blitzwing? It really just the cards that made you jump to me as the Blitzwing guy? It's It's been on my mind constantly because it, somehow it keeps coming up where someone's talking about the Blitzwing card, whether or not they pulled two or pulled none. We talk about the weirdness of the Wave 2 pulls in general. And I keep thinking like, oh right, TJ wanted that card and couldn't pull it. <laughs> Blitzwing TJ couldn't pull the Blitzwing I, I love card. How, I love how it goes back to the TCG and not like the 10 plus years I've gushed about Blitzwing being my favorite Decepticon that sticks. TCG. TCG. 
<laughs> TCG's everything. TCG's life. Uh, uh, I think the robot mode looks fantastic. I think that's like spot on what he's is in the cartoon. Uh, it's like what my brain thinks of when I think Blitzwing. So all that fine. Uh, tank mode is fine. It does have that that weird like half cockpit sticking out the front. That is like, that is accurate. Weirdly enough, it's, yeah, it's Blitzwing's it's Blitzwing's famous bump. Mm. I think it's very telling, very telling that on the live stream they didn't even mention that he has a jet. They just kind of showed the picture on camera. They were still talking about the tank mode, and then they just never even acknowledged that they changed the picture. <laughs> and then they just moved on. I think his jet mode is cool because it's really purple, and his tank mode isn't, and it has jet shapes, and <laughs> that's all I need him to do. <laughs> it looks like he's carrying two backhoes under his wings. Hmm. Yeah, see, it's, it's, it's for when uh, people try to engage him in aerial combat. He bumps them with them, and then they, and then they stop I just, trying to engage him in aerial I combat. Just, I just, I drop construction equipment on them. It's more, it's cheaper than bombs. <laughs> He's just an adorable flying hamburger. Like, he's got his wings stick out past the tank tread bits. So that's, like, he's good. Like, I, and I don't, I don't mean that as a dig. I think he's cute. I think he's a very cute jet mode. Uh, I'm just waiting until you get to the guy who deals in aerodynamics every day. Aaron will back me up on this. He's aerodynamically perfect. Anything flies with enough thrust. <laughs> yeah. You see the size of those thrusters on the back? <laughs> yeah. They're huge. Did you see did you see the part where uh no the jet mode was in the live stream briefly in video because he had the energon hands on the back as rocket No, let's not bring up and, the Hulk hands. I and they weren't just on the back as rocket boosters like you would think. Uh yes, there is a picture here. <laughs> oh, Hang on, no. I'm gonna I gotta I, I gotta get this into the chat so I can reference this properly. I'm gonna cut this. And I'm going to paste this in. Uh, so they're not just stuck on the back as rocket boosters. They are stuck on the back under the boosters and then hanging below everything else, even lower than the tank tread parts. <laughs> and then back another half the, the length of the mm -hmm. vehicle. And yeah. then the boosters are there. It's perfect. Yeah. It's <laughs> I look, had... up, uh, look up Jado, <laughs> Genesis to take off. You put, you put these little rocket bottles on something and get it in the air a lot quicker. <laughs> Okay, I knew whatever they threw in with Blitzwing to, like, bulk him up to leader class and justify it was going to be stupid and ridiculous and nonsensical, because there's literally nothing you could throw in with Blitzwing. Like, there's nothing, no extra character, no minifigure, no, no weapon pack, no armor, no nothing. This is... I have no idea. I have no idea what to make of giant red hands. They are they are the blitz fingers. Is this, is this like the they are the they are the blitz fingers, and he uses them to deliver Blitzwing's golden touch. Is, Sorry, Blitzwing's is, bloody touch. Is, is so, and uh, there's, there's someone Hasbro in the de in the in in development who's just like okay. We, we we need to get him up to fifty bucks. Like, what what was was Blitzwing known for? I was like, um, nothing from Five Faces of the Darkness. He didn't do anything. Uh, what about that? Like the episode where him and Sound and Astro Train took over, and he had like a base inside a football stadium. 
Yeah, like, what do you think of when you think of a football stadium? Giant foam hands. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Also, maybe, because we don't know how precisely how this whole thing works. So the the line-wide gimmick is a very niche 2004 reference in Energon weapons, right? Uh, and we've got a combiner in Menasaur, so what if they were like, okay, what if we make Energon combiner hands for Menasaur and put them with Blitzwing as rocket packs? I'm, I'm opening my arms to the world in a gesture of, I've solved it for you. Physically, I'm doing that. You can't see it. Okay, okay. I, 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 uh, I, have, I, I have one finger gesturing to you. You can't see it, though. <laughs> I have an imagination. You're pointing at me, because I'm right. <laughs> I uh, I can't, again, I can't really defend it, because if people don't like the Blitzfinger, it's for reasons that are the very core of, of what the Blitzfingers are. But I love the Blitzfingers. <laughs> I love that they're so Energon Combiner that he has two thumbs. Yeah. They have to be completely symmetrical. Uh, I I think, I I will say, I was disappointed that the only person who showed them as the Blitzfingers was someone who got a stolen copy early and not the literal Hasbro stream a week and a half later. Uh, I was waiting for Mark Marr to give to uh, to put the Blitzfingers together and say this is TM the Blitzfingers and he didn't even put them on him and I'm I'm, I'm gonna bring this up when I get the chance uh, in a in a personal communication should the chance arise because I was very lit. Um, Aaron, how are you, how are you feeling about Blitzwing? I I'm looking forward to him. Um, Aerodynamically perfect, right? No, not at all. Um, but it'll still fly again. Like, you know, the F four Phantom yeah. is is proof that provide enough thrust and anything will fly. Um, I, he's he's very blitzwingy. Like, I don't know w- what else is uh needs to be said. You know, that he's got the same bump that the toy and the animation model had. So deal with it. And it's even different between like his cockpit is a single pane, but what sticks out is two panes. <laughs> I know, I love it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm really, I really think there should have been a little LED in there as a feature, just so it would throb, so you know <laughs> it's his weak point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, like he comes, he comes with two guns and a sword. You know, he's yeah. he's loaded with all the the bits. Uh, and and I I do want to echo TJ from what you said. The head sculpt, especially on that robot mode, that is a perfect Blitzwing head. That is a brick. It's got the the G one, you know, the, that sloped chin and nose and face and little lower lip bump. Like it's just perfect. Yeah. Um. And I just hope he's fun to transform. If he's not fun to transform for me, then the whole thing falls apart because that to me is the core of all the Blitzwings. And I know a lot of people will disagree with me that the Thrilling 31 was fun to transform, but I fixed mine. So mine's special and is fun to transform. Uh, and that brings us to the main event, Commander Class Motromaster, um, who is uh, sized to scale with Earthrise Optimus, kind of, you know, mirroring back to the Combiner Wars days. Um, we got a, a fun video message from, I believe, Ajima-san, uh, who went into this. Um, and, uh, I, I, you know, he's, he's he's got the same base silhouette, but he's bulkier. Uh, his trailer comes off, so he is just a, a robot who turns into a truck who has fake 
tiny copies of his entire alt mode for feet, which is super weird, and I love it. Um, I think this guy looks good. Like, uh, the commander class has been successful every single outing so far. Maybe not necessarily, like, you know, the best in the world, but I think successful at what it was trying to do. Um, and this one is, again, trying to do something new for Commander Class, which is to have a multifunction trailer uh, that, you know, also turns into a robot body. I'm pleasantly surprised that the trailer separates into parts so that he is truly combining, because also it means that he's not literally doing the Magic Square thing. Uh, and it means the Magic Square set, I think, still stands on its own really well as, like, an unofficial take on how this can all work. Um, the gimmicks for how the combination happens were very unexpected to me. And mm -hmm. I think are the epitome of like just good, fun, tactile gimmicks. When you plug the leg guys in, they spring push, uh, the panels close in front of them. The arm pieces unlock the arm guys to split in half. Uh, it's all super cool. Um, I, uh, I feel taunted by the combiner war shaped connector pegs for the legs. And the fact that those do not seem to exist whatsoever in the arms. The arms are seem like a very different mechanism altogether. Because uh, there was talk I saw going around of like, hey, what if this is like just a new Motormaster that you can use with the Combiner Wars limbs? And it's like, maybe with the legs. But I, I will also repeat, from a Zoom call some of us were on when this was brought up, it, I believe it was stated rather unequivocally that this toy was not designed with Combiner Wars functionality in mind. It's not to say, and in their words, paraphrasing, not to say it isn't there, but if it is there, it certainly is more coincidence than anything else. Yeah, I could see, like, uh, with the the knee connector pieces, that's like, instead of going and, and reinventing the wheel, they're like, hey, we already have this, like, yeah. specific connector shape that we know will hold two pieces together under a decent amount of force, and built within it is a, is a, like a twist joint and a bend joint. So why, why, why redesign everything? We can just take this. And especially since it seems as if much of their design is entirely now CAD, you can just trim that yeah. out of a file and drop it into a new file and go from it. I would just say, like, don't be surprised if they look the same, but are not the same dimensions. And thus there's not really solid compatibility. Like, I'd say there's a decent chance of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's just based on looking at these. And and if you look at... The, if you have to watch the video, I think, to really get a good look at it, but the, the shoulder connector is an upside-down C that slots down onto the torso. So unless there's, like, another peg in the torso somewhere that can come out, that's not Combiner Wars whatsoever. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. I think it would have been really cool for there to be that, that kind of hidden backwards compatibility. But... Mm -hmm. um, if it's not there, it's kind of like, all right, well, as long as this, this thing itself is still very cool, I'm going to also paste you guys. Just There is a good shot of that C-clip thing I'm talking about. Um, hopefully this is the right photo. It is. Um, I think the play pattern seems really fun. Uh, I would have liked to see the Magic Square trick of the trailer is just a sixth Stunticon, basically. Um, happen because I think narratively that is a super cool idea. I think this idea is also cool though, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm I was really pleasantly surprised by the little gimmicks. Yeah, so uh, it was when he showed the arm gimmick. I knew that that drag strip separated, but I hadn't like looked into how it separated. Like I'd sat there and, and gone like, wow, there's a lot of play in this waist, but 
I'm not going to mess with it and I'm not going to go look up how to mess with it. And then seeing the fact that the the part that it mounts to has a little guillotine push that opens up that joint that lets you do it, then I had to be like, oh, 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 grab da- drag strip, pull out my pocket knife to push in. And just how simple that action is in order to separate the two parts for this made me very excited. Um I just thought you were because... gonna say I pulled out my pocket knife and then cut drag strip in half. Yeah, I just I just <laughs> used the saw bit on it and just kept going until it went all the way through. No, um, show them I could do it better. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that really caught me off guard. How e- how easy that action is, and again, how clearly it's set up to be like you know this is a you know much more you know feels like you know this was all kind of designed as an entire functioning unit and not necessarily like with the combiner wars where it was very much like this can make a limb in either configuration because it's all basically the same thing with slightly different shells on it you know and it's even to the point where you know what he 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 calls out if if you watch the video the panels that pop forward on his shin match the underside of the car on the back of it so if if you go and look at what um uh what wild rider wild rider yeah what he looks like on his underside it is exactly the same thing as the doors that close shut on it and I'm hoping that you know there's differences on the other side to make that match up for his other leg um just to really be like no there's a, this one's a left leg and this one's a right leg. Um, to, to I'm really gonna check because he cl- he closed the right leg at one point, and there are screenshots. He just didn't do them at the same time, uh, okay. so I got to go find the other one now. I think they're different. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm gonna look now. Or am I wrong? Hang on, I'm clicking back and forth a whole lot here. Uh, I think they might be the same. The basic shapes might... Oh, no, wait, but... The... Oh, I can't tell which one he's holding in that shot. Uh, okay, I can't figure this out. No, because <laughs> I, 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 th- I think he only did the right arm and left leg. Because those oh, are the yeah, you're the right. pieces, too. Um, yeah. And then he showed off, like, the, the, the gun turret mode that's made out of the the i think that's the the arm parts like his back the um, back and the arm parts it's it's the arm arms and the legs the legs just form outer pylons yeah well i'm saying like the the, the like the higher lower yeah turret yeah the turret yeah the turret in the middle oh. is the arms because you can still you can still apparently use the elbow in there to lower it down so smaller figures can use it oh right 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 i i, I also want to say i like that this base mode has um it's almost stated as such visual parallels to existing generations base modes like laser primes. Like, so it's not just we did, you know, a base mode. It's like, no, but also this looks like an Optimus prime base mode because that's his rival. So it's got a spire in the middle, you know, it's got the pylons on the side, like a laser rod, uh, prime thing. Um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm kind of hyped for this thing. Like as much as, you know, 
it's something that we've soft known about for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing it, seeing it, it was him transforming parts of it on screen. The way the arms transform after you put the arm bot on was what mm-hmm. really got me going. Uh, cause it transforms a lot and that, that's yeah. something I like. That's yeah, why I'm and, a fan and, of the six Tanticon approach. And, and that's um, part of, part of why I was so excited when I saw it, because it's like, it, it feels like, okay, you know, Motormaster ends up with this like frame and then like, as the parts get added on, like it fills out as he becomes Minasaur, like, like he has yeah, this it's got, weird. It's got, he has this weird. I'm standing on drywall stilts with little grabby arms mode. If you don't have any of the other parts, but then you know, you know, once drag strip gets on there, it's like boom. You know, the arm fills out. Wild Rider gets yeah. on there. Boom, his leg fills out. It could. It could. I could definitely see the like kitty play pattern of it going. Like this is him. You know, powering up. As he's getting these things added yeah. onto him, not necessarily the like gestalt where it's five of them make one type of thing. Yeah, I love seeing how they've reworked this into what was just going to be like a skeleton of Menasaur, which ultimately that's that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. But it in in and of himself, he is still completely playable in like like. Like, kind of like an old school thing that we haven't seen since, like, mid-2000s, where here's this big toy that has this big base mode for his standard robot, but he's also got a super mode packed in that you could combine him into, which is a play pattern we haven't seen in a long time. And, like, the, 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 the other big keyword to me is, like, the way that they approach this, I love the gimmickry of it because it also adds so much, like, inherent storytelling to how the combination works. Which, you know, again, I keep harping on it, but it's like, this is why I like the Magic Square Stunticons as well. Because they, it is not just, we have five toys and we have a thing you stick them in. It's like, the thing you stick them in is literally the trailer transforms into an incomplete sixth robot that they fill out. Uh, and it does so in a, in a very visually intensive way and not just a functional way. And then with this take, it's, it's, it's similar to that. You've got like these, these modules and they can form into a sort of a menasaur, but like the way that they transform is built around, like this is just a piece of the trailer, but then drag strip clamps on and then it doesn't just grow a fist and break and crack in half. It like reshapes and g- gains a forearm mass and stuff, and like this is it's very very specific, but like there's there's a storytelling to it I really like. Like uh, there there's just part of me that is impressed by how simple this could have been and how much extra engineering they put into it. Like yeah, you know, like okay okay the 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 fold up shin things the spring out shin plant panels that's neat that's fine. What gets me is like I love. The idea that there's going to be two figures in this set where it is going to separate in order to make the arm work, but when you put him on Menasaur and when you take him off of Menasaur, he's going to be one piece and you will never actually do the separating. Yeah, and and you have to put him on before you transform the piece into an arm is a very specific thing that I like too. Like, because the the crack to crack drag strip in half is to also start turning that block into an arm, uh, mm-hmm. and it's a very small thing, but it's really important to me. Stuff like that, because you you make me feel like there's a story happening with the combination, uh, and and it takes away this kind of cynical nature of a an animation metasaur where it's like, 
You're not just, oh, the arms have to stick on because that's what the cartoon did. It's like, well, you've turned it into a story where the arms are, are being inhabited by the Stunticons and then transforming. And like, it's, it's very cool. Yeah, they, yeah like they, um, they don't have enough power to fully operate on their own until the, the other Stunticons add theirs. Yeah, and again, it's because it, it's the only one I think that did it well uh, in the end. The Magic Square one has that too, especially with the arm robots, where like they can mount on as shoulder pads, or they can split and mount on like this, or they can just form an arm themselves, almost like an emergency measure. If like a, you know a chunk of the superstructure has been hacked off, like it's just as long as you make me feel like there's a story happening, I love combination, no matter how you implement it. And that's a yeah, this is really working for me. Um. Also, the first time in an official product since uh, Overload from Armada, I think, that we've had a toy play pattern separate like this in a controlled way that you don't do just on your own. Because uh, that one, you know, he had the rails um, when he combined with Armada Prime. Um, and this one is, you know, it, this is, I think, way more clever, to be honest. Uh, but, like, it's it's on that similar, very rare vein. So uh, we will be seeing the other two Stunicons, it sounds like, prob- probably by the fall. Uh, given that it also seems like they're one per wave. Maybe that's a soft confirmation. Legacy is four waves, unless the two of them show up at the same time in wave three. I'm sure most people would love it if that happened, because <laughs> then you finish your Metasaur faster. Um, but that that does uh, take us through all the Legacy stuff. Uh, this, this Metasaur thing we've known about for ages, of, both officially and unofficially. Uh, I think this was the best way to present it um, if they couldn't show all five members is just to, like, really show us how the thing works. Uh, I dare say maybe Takara Tomy with Masterpiece Raiden or Raiden could take a page from this book and just show us how the Raiden superstructure works. Don't have to show us every toy. Just show me how the pieces interlock so I know the combiner will stand because I still don't know that. Uh, this, this uh, you know... This cheats a bit to solve that problem, but still, it's a great way to present it. Um, they're also doing Shattered Glass Ultra Magnus with two different heads. Because it's <laughs> they're doing the BotCon head, the most lovingly it's ever been done. More loving than BotCon itself did the skull head. But they're also giving you the Delta Magnus head, and the Delta Magnus head seems to be a bigger draw for most people who mm, want to buy this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've it's seen really people sad. go. <laughs> I've seen people go. Hmm. Okay, and then like, oh yeah, Delta Magnus. Yeah, that's what we're looking. Well, for. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because it. Because I think they even admit in there it's the wrong body for Shattered Glass Magnus. It should be. You know, it should be like our new Legacy yeah. Prime retool, but it is Kingdom Magnus. So. It, it's not. It's it's shattered glass Magnus, but it's not. So the Delta Head Magnus actually makes the toy make sense. Yeah, and it, it's it's sort of a bummer because like you know, I I like shattered glass Magnus having the skull head because I think skull heads are cool, and I'm like I'm like this doesn't feel right, and this means this is it probably. <laughs> because I so yeah, there's that's... something about G1 Magnus that's way too bulky to have like that that skull head going on. It doesn't look like he's gone through what shattered glass Magnus went through to get a skull head, you know, <laughs> like that skull head maybe should have just been on the inner bot, but you know, this is, I don't know. It's, this is just kind of weird. I don't think this looks bad. It's just like, it's super weird. Mixed mess, mix, mixed message signaling. I'm getting off this thing. Uh, but I, I felt it was worth noting. I'm, I'm not really collecting the official shattered glass stuff because it's kind of expensive, uh, and I don't think I love it enough. 
Um, yeah, this is the one. But the colors on this look good. This, yeah, this is the one shattered glass I'm getting. Because I've wanted a Delta Magnus for a long time, and the only other option for a modern one was pay the masterpiece price. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. It is, you know what? It is kind of. <laughs> I was going to say, like, that is almost the draw to me. Because I don't have Kingdom Magnus, because I have Siege Magnus, and this would be a fun way to get Kingdom Magnus without, like, having a, a super superfluous Ultra Magnus. Yeah. Uh, it's a real bummer, though. <laughs> it's for every reason except the reason listed on the box. Aaron, are you feeling any draw to this at all? I, I think it's neat. Do I don't think I'm going to go for the order on it. Um, just because I don't, it's, I'm trying to be better about not double dipping on molds if I can necessarily avoid it. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd love, I'd love, I'd love to see it in hand for sure. Yeah, me too. Um, of, of everything announced. Those colors... Uh, on Hasbro Pulse, it's the soonest to to have potential pre-order release as October first. Everything else is November or December, um, which except I... except for except for Motormaster, who on Amazon is listed as July, but I bet you that's not real. Yeah, um, <laughs> so many dates that aren't real. Um, yeah. I, I again, I think it's I think it's really neat. I don't. I don't know if any of the shattered glass has really like jumped out at me to say like, Ooh, I should start pulling out my wallet now. They, uh, I've seen two of them in person. I've seen Megatron and Starscream at GameStop in Mm -hmm. person and they look, they look really nice. Uh, like they, they hit those colors super hard. The packaging design for shattered glass is amazing. Uh, beautiful colors. Like there's a lot about them. That's attractive. It's just like, it's like the they, same they cut they as fall... the legacy box, though. Now, right? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen a legacy box in person. Uh, it has a window. That's yeah. I, I don't know. A, w- a window and a very angular, box. like an angular cut back front on the box. Something like something like that. Yeah. It is a funny shape. Um. And and the new toolings for the Shattered Glass toys look good to me. Like, the Megatron's very... I've almost picked him up because he's a Voyager, and I thought he was going to be sold as a leader because he had new parts. I just didn't keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I saw him and Starscream on the same shelf for the same price, and I was like, okay, like, that, you know... If I had, like, 80 bucks in tax to just throw at something, and I really... and, and I, They feel like they'd be good impulse buys, like, you know, if if... If I had 80 bucks in taxes floating around and that was like what I could call my fun money, uh, that would be tempting, but it's, it just feels, yeah, it, it's, they're very, they're, they're, they're a really easy thing to like. And, and much like a lot of generation selects for me right now, it's like, this is really cool and it's really a great thing for me to decide not to buy on site. So I stop wanting to buy everything on site. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, to close up, the the general topics about all this. There's one other thing I wanted to talk about, which I think is super important. The Transformers design team is on Instagram just posting stuff candidly. And I think this is huge! Uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, multiple accounts, uh, three of them that I've been following, 
Uh, and uh, like most on topic to this, uh, Mark Marr on his account shared literally design pics of Motormaster and Metasaur. Uh, he shared one of these for Cup as well. He shared an Ejima-san design f- sketch. Sketch is a real understatement of, w- of what this is. Uh, there was one of these for Cup as well. Go look it up. I think that's on. Uh, I think it's on Design Guy Sam's account. Um, but this is basically like a hand drawn of how parts of the toy could be assembled, and then a hand drawn of how the transformation could feasibly work. And this is the to me, this is the stuff of legends. Uh, like the the transformation sequential, especially because the impression I got from the Instagram post is like at least in some cases. That's how the transformation was designed from that. That was stage one was like a Jima san just sitting down and just going like, no, nah, I'm going to just draw some shapes and figure this out. And I'm like that. That's not how normal brains work. And thus, please collect this into an art book. Like, I know it's just design sketches, just quote unquote. Uh, but like, I have case to make for this. Like, a it is utterly fascinating to know that that is where that yeah. Motormaster Menasaur came from. Uh, and B, if the worry is, oh, someone might copy the design, like like Subclause A, you release the book after the toy's out. Subclause B, as I said, that's not just how anyone's brain works. And you can't just look at that and go like, well, now I know how to make a toy. Because, yeah. like, you don't. <laughs> uh, uh, again, that rolls back to the whole, uh, you know, with the live stream when they were talking about the, you know the the art book type of thing i would absolutely love to have like hey here's here's a bunch of the various sketches of of assembly stuff or whatever as a you know three years worth of lines here's here's you know minasaur start to finish you know when we first started talking about it when these designs happened when you know, here's a picture of uh, of two of the mold pieces to show this stuff. Like, that's the sort of thing I would put down some serious bank for um, to, to get a book or, or, or something that just shows that. Because that's always a, a thing that's an eye twitch frustration to me. And, you know, Twitter or in Facebook groups or on boards when people are like, you know, well, why didn't they just, and then you can say, well, <laughs> you see, you know, here's, you know, the, these sketches for motor master that have a date of October 13, 2020, when it's probably, you know, very well figured out down the line, how they, how, you know, this is like the, the version two or three of how we're probably going to put all this together, maybe even further down the line. And, yeah, you know, we only got officially shown it in April of 2022. Like, there's you know, 18 months between here and there, and you know, if there's three or four months beforehand when they were really roughly sketching out Motormaster, and probably another you know, three to six months for actual full scale production and get to your store shelves. That's why the the finicky thing you found now isn't just fixed on the next shipment. Yeah, and and this you know this is not even just like in October twenty twenty they they sketched like the, a couple of rough shapes. It's like they they rough shaped the transformation, and I dare say that's not really rough shapes. 
The sketch above that is not just, oh, here's arm, leg, body, and legs, and, and arms, and then head, and whatever. It's like the panel layouts, even. Like, the cons- the base construction layouts it, with the logistics of sprue molding in mind. Mm-hmm. From someone with decades of experience who just can think in that language. And, like, it's so fascinating. Aaron, I retweeted something you should retweet, by the way. Um, one of my own posts, but you'll see. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, if if like the fact that we're getting any of this is amazing, and if they're like the fact they could share this on Instagram is amazing, and then here's here's the cherry on top, because I've been I've been scrolling through the comments too, uh, and this is to me unheard of, uh, on especially on for stuff like that that has come out in the last year, they are talking about things that they think didn't turn out well, candidly, mm-hmm. yes, um, a whole bunch of people asked asked Evan about Blur's face, and Evan. Talked about not only that, like, yeah, you know, sometimes things between 2D and 3D, things just kind of get funny. And that one, uh, that one definitely didn't turn out as well. Evan even talked about how when that toy was, was being, you know, uh, or no, this was different, but it's similar. When they were working on the colors for Studio Series Hot Rod, Evan mentioned the colors. And he, in, in his post, I think he said, at the time, his voice was not, it didn't carry as much weight as it does now in meetings. And he was trying to make a case for magenta hues, but all the source material being presented at that meeting was based on media that was orange hues. And like, I don't know how to, I'm trying to figure out the words to put in my mouth to say this, to have any semblance of criticism of one's own product to me is a little unheard of when it comes to Transformers brand and people currently on the brand talking about it publicly. So the, the candidness of those Instagram posts is the is a is a golden egg level gift to me, uh, and I am terrified someone's going to slap it out of their hands. Even mm-hmm. though, like, obviously they must have cleared this with someone. I still am worried. And also, I want to throw out there: you know those fan Q and As that have been happening. I can say with some certainty that a bunch of us talking about really enjoying this kind of info must have had some. Uh, uh, gasoline in the tank on getting these Instagram posts happening, because this is like the this is this is dream level stuff for uh, someone who has very specific interests like me related to Transformers. Mm-hmm. And it and I'm I'm not saying oh it was me I did it. Uh, a lot of people in those calls from the fans side have talked about whenever it comes up how much we all love hearing about this stuff in a way that doesn't have to be promo at the same time. Uh, yeah, I I, I the, think. It's it's a lot of coming up with, like, changing what the product is as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's, I think, very telling that the first posts were for the first wave of Studio Series 86, which is, like, well on store shelves now. We are, like, wave two shipped. Wave three, Perceptor, technically, right? Uh, shipped. So they are talking in detail about toys that... Like, they're kind of on shelves now, but the part where you'd be pushing people to buy them is well in the past. And that is also so good to see. I'm so hype about these Instagram accounts. Like, I'm, uh, I've been, I've been, I thought I was, when I first saw it on my phone, how do I put this? I didn't share it because I thought someone would get in trouble. Like, that's how I felt about it. I was like, because someone, someone on a Discord said, like, yo, look, like, the design guy's shit just talking about Studio Series on his Instagram. And I looked at it, and I double took, and I went, like, I can't share, I can't tell anyone, I can't tweet about this, he might get in trouble. 
he could get in trouble for this. I gotta, I gotta preserve this. And then when it went up on the front pages, I got mortified for like two minutes. I was like, no, no, you're gonna ruin it. And <laughs> like, that's how, I don't, that's how best, how best I can communicate, like how amazing this is to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, Aaron, I feel like this must be up your alley too, obviously. Yeah, it, uh, it definitely is. My, my retweet was, uh, let, let me go and find it so that I properly quote myself. I would cut someone for an art book like this. Seriously, point at someone and I'll provide my own knife. Um, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. retweet you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we can, I mean, at a certain point, it's hard. Like, if someone doesn't react to this, like, you know, that's fine, too. And, and the more you try to tell someone it's cool, at a certain point, you're doing more damage. Mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully, you know... The, the the retweet, by the way, is by the time you hear this, I'm not sure if it'll line up with the next time uh, a Q and A happens. But like, we are able to show them people having interest in stuff that they might not think people are interested in. And my new white whale, my new Moby Dick, is I want to tell them that these things on Instagram, people would happily purchase a book of, and that it doesn't matter if it's for new toys or old toys. This stuff is amazing, uh, and the more that they can share it, the better. So that's why I'm I'm pushing a little bit on Twitter. Uh, in the opening weeks of April 2022. Uh, TJ, have you managed to get a look at uh, some of these uh, design team Instagram posts? I've gotten a look at a few of them. Uh, someone pointed one, someone pointed out the cup one to me in particular. Uh, because they, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that, that that's the one where they like flat out said like, you know, okay, we know our translucent plastics aren't, aren't popular with some members of the fandom. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. But also, but uh, also, like TJ. <clears throat> I was gonna say because uh, I might have told you before, but like in those Q and As, it has come up. Uh, the the messaging, like people been doing the work to get to get the gospel out there for all, all of y'all who have been suffering so much with <laughs> <laughs> some of the clear plastic joints of late. Yeah, but the, so but there, uh, yeah. yeah, there was there was some of that in there though that where they also mentioned you know uh, you know like like you said bringing up failures or like wishing that they had done better where that where like Buzzworthy Cup was like uh, like the artist trying to get like a second chance to get things right because like supposedly that was based somewhere on like what like one of the the fan made production sheets, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. So. Yeah. And yeah, the, I've got Buzzworthy Cup now, and like even like the face sculpt doesn't look as bad in the new colors. So like mm. every like everything about that it just got fixed so well just by like redoing like the the, the coloring. Like so like, like I, I I'm happier now having that toy, knowing that it was like the the artist behind the color scheme, genuinely like trying to make right by their own like. Uh, self-admitted errors like yeah i mean like like i'm paraphrasing someone else here a little bit but like you know speaking to big to big jim and jane hasbro you know 80 80 floors up the ones that we will never speak to when you let the design team just be passionate and you let us connect to their human fan passion efforts everyone kind of wins even you corporate scum who want all our money kind of win because now we're like not just like oh I want to get Buzzworthy Cup 
because it looks better. It's like, oh, Buzzworthy Cup. That's the artist getting their second chance to hit that color scheme. And that friggin' resonates with me because I got tricked by one of those Google Image Search uh, model sheets. Yeah! You know, like stuff like that. Uh, everyone wins when you just let the, the, the product be designed by humans that we can connect with in a certain human level, you know? Mm. Um, and yeah, it's <laughs> it's just so cool seeing... Like Cup was the other one who had the Ajima sketches. I I I went I went so far as to comment on a post on the Menasaur post where I was like on the Mark Mars thing, and I was like, uh, "I'm putting the call out. Uh, the true fans <laughs> demand Generation Selects Ajima head sculpt variants. Ajima sketch head sculpt variants." Mark Mar liked my reply. We got the <laughs> the wheels turning on this. <laughs> Legitimately, though, I want I want some kind of 3D representation of Ajima's cup uh, head sketches because they're hilarious. He's like a thumb with a face, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like grumpy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I really had to gush about those things and get the word out um, about how friggin' cool it is. And I've seen like the news sites are taking screen caps. I'm sure the wiki people are taking notes because like I I'm sure logically this had to have been cleared by someone. But this is so cool, I am terrified those Instagram posts will just disappear one day. So, please, everyone, document this stuff. This is, like, some of the closest archivable, uh, not second, third-hand conversational recollections of this kind of insider info that we've ever had um, for Transformers. Anyway, um... This is this has been a bit of a long one, so I'm going to suggest, uh, as I may have suggested earlier, that maybe we just close out this episode with the next bit, which is uh, talking a little bit about some studio series acquisitions we got. Because TJ, last time uh, you broke the seal on Bumblebee uh, movie studio series, and now it sounds like Aaron and I both uh, dove in knees first. Aaron, did you like? Did you get all of them? Uh, I have uh, Wheeljack, Ratchet. And uh, Soundwave. I don't think I had Soundwave before. I had Ravage. I know. Okay. That I've talked about. I. I and Brian. I have the big. I, I have the big report to give, which is I bought Ravage all by himself because he's the only one I found for a few weeks. <laughs> okay. So, I can speak to the ex- to the Ravage solo experience. Uh. If if like me, you put all the weapons on Ravage as if as a block, and you see. That he is, in fact, a total BS, like, Dan Cougar-level BS tank, because he's a shape with a, a, a cannon on it. Kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the crit I have, when you put him in Soundwave, it's really easy to forget to ever to take him out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sort of sad, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish he somehow integrated with Soundwave outside of sticking inside of him. Even though that's sort of the whole thing. Also, the little missile he adds to Soundwave, after about five minutes, I got tired of it because it makes Soundwave's gun too long. Because <laughs> it's sticking all the way out, and then you add another inch and a half or whatever of missile, and it's like, this is too long. Uh, so I, I like Ravage a lot. I kind of liked Ravage a lot on his own without Soundwave. Although they do go together really well. Uh, it becomes too easy to forget Ravage is there, and that's not fair to Ravage. Uh, quickly, while I'm there on core class, uh, Shockwave's really good. The only thing about Shockwave that's a bummer is he's just staring out the back of his vehicle mode, and you're kind of like, no, no, core class, <laughs> you ran into the ceiling. Uh, 
but otherwise, Shockwave is, is pretty solid. Uh, I had to shave um, some plastic because getting his cannon to stick in the back of his head uh, was too tight and scary, and I couldn't get it back out easily. So I, I trimmed things a bit. I think I, I think I widened the hole, uh, and that, that made things work better. Um, but uh, yeah, Aaron, I can talk about a couple of those deluxes with you if you like. Sure. Uh, if I want to just blast through some thoughts. Uh, Wheeljack... Uh, TJ, you'd mentioned Wheeljack's transformation was, uh, was, there's a lot of words for it that are not negative necessarily, but the Wheeljack's transformation, especially in the legs, uh, is kind of like, huh. Cause like stuff's happening. Um, and, and I, I think the way I would word it is his legs are very smartly designed, but also you always feel like you're doing it in the wrong order. Even if you've done every single permutation of transforming his legs, it always feels like you did something before you were supposed to, and then you feel like you're bumping something past something. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it just... I I don't think there is a right way. <laughs> you always... You perpetually feel like, oh no, was I supposed to... But then it works out. But you still... You, you spend a little while kind of worried the whole time. Also, those two spoiler things on the back of his arms, the, trans, the, the instructions make a big spiel about folding them outwards, and you fold them like two degrees out <laughs> that they're done. <laughs> Like, they don't have any room to fold, unless I'm missing something. Uh, oh, no, that's just pulling it out. Okay. Um, otherwise, I, I actually like Wheeljack's robot mode, I think, I think the most of the three deluxe Autobots, just barely over Brawn, although I think Brawn's better overall. Um, there's something about Wheeljack's chest I kind of like, and I like the, the car mode a lot, uh, even though it's not a shoe. Um, but, uh, Aaron, how are you feeling about Wheeljack? Um... Yeah, so it I had gotten the the Studio Series boys uh shortly after we recorded our last episode and we haven't recorded for a while due to somebody's computer dying a violent death. So it has been a bit um very violent. S- since, oh, it was scary. Since since I've really messed with them a bunch. Um Yeah, Wheeljack, I'm I'm sitting here going through his transformation again um just to like kind of revisit for thoughts uh yeah his, his legs are are very much a it has a specific order for you to do each of the steps in and will be to you if you go a to c to b by accident um that that order ain't in the instructions because i've tried a lot of orders and they all feel wrong <laughs> yeah and and even i mean a, a bunch of him feels weird the whole like also the way that his like back half kind of flips around itself in order to to do what it does. It, it there's just a lot of it that feels off. Yeah, he, his arms uh, feel like they're in the way, but they're actually not. They just they, much like the legs. His arms perpetually feel like you are doing things wrong and that they're going to bump into something, but then they just barely get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's even exemplified in the part where it's like you have to turn his head sideways for for the vehicle mode for it to fit in between his legs, and you're like, I mean, yeah, geometrically that's clever and that makes sense, but also like somehow that feels wrong because usually you don't turn a transformer head sideways, sideways, sideways like a... and and leave it there, yeah, yeah, like you just feel like did I do this right? Because because usually that would be the hallmark of like oh I did something wrong and I'm just making things fit, mm-hmm. but in this case it's like no you you did it right, and yeah it's like um. It's weird. None of these are problems, 
except in the language of Transformers toys, if that makes sense. Yes. Uh, and, and it's really hard to describe because, like, really all it takes is someone saying, yeah, but the parts, the, it works, though. And you're like, well, yeah. And then they're like, then nothing's wrong. And you're like, in normal person language, yes, nothing's wrong. But, like, in the language of every other Transformer, like, some of these are, like, weird foreign words. Yeah, it, it's just <laughs> odd motions. A bunch of the, like, flip around, flip back stuff is kind of uh, icky feeling to to normal yeah. actions. And it's even down to, like, it, it, like you have to, like, the, like the, the, the green panel that flips over just to feel like it's going to scrape paint on everything. I oh, I keep forgetting to flip that back for the vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To then leave an odd open panel on top of them, And then does, doesn't he, Oh, what was the thing with his gun? His gun just like kind of fits in the hole in the back. So it's, it's keyed. There's a keyed part and it only fits one way, even though there's two holes. Uh, there's a keyed, tab so it sits sideways on the the top of his spoiler and it it works it but it also just is it's weird because it feels like you missed something but you didn't oh, that is yeah, just how it works yeah it sits sideways there yeah yeah that's yeah. the uh it was him and like ratchet not to to jump to the other one but ratchet has something where his as i reach down the floor to grab him where he, he doesn't even have, like, most of everything that's been in the main line has had the center in the middle of the back hole. Where Ratchet, for his gun, has a peg and then a, like, at an angle, like, slot for it. And I think that that's something that is, like, kind of visually interesting, but it doesn't hold in at that point for anything for me. And that just kind of yeah, feels I think like, I had the same problem. Kind of feels like the theme for this line, uh, or this bit at least of Studio Series, where it's like, man, there's some yeah, really serious intentions in here that aren't bad at all, but like he's got it. So on, uh, on uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, good. On, uh, on my ratchet. <laughs> oh man! Now oh, you have to go ahead. Long? <laughs> I was gonna no, say, this is this is new. <laughs> yeah there's so many cases where it's it's like there's interesting tricks that aren't the normal language that isn't necessarily bad it's just also like it doesn't it doesn't feel like a transformer it feel it's a transforming robot for sure but it's like ratchet has he, he's got a cutout on the the part the the like halfway unnecessary plate that clip that that goes over and makes like the top of his shoulders have a very specific cutout for his head crest. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than just which which is cool. Because <laughs> you're yeah. like, okay, it fits. Uh yeah, like um because on Ratchet, I, I was just gonna say on mine, the gun actually does hold on Ratchet. It's on Brawn, it doesn't work, but Brawn's Yeah, Brawn's gun does relies on, on, on this effect it it relies on a, on an effect parts peg and i don't understand how that happened cuz it doesn't work and the peg's tiny and the gun's giant <laughs> and it uses yeah. the same peg in like two different positions and it's ah it's weird but um 
Just popping over to Ratchet, um, again, this is one, TJ, your description was very apt. Uh, you and many other people who told me, Ratchet transforms, but you won't expect it, and you'll probably enjoy it. I love transforming Ratchet. Uh, and you can't really describe this. <laughs> See, Ratchet, Ratchet keeps transforming, and every single motion you think, oh, this is going to get too complicated, but then it's done. It, like he he constantly edges towards overcomplication and then pulls back at just the right moment to like keep you on this like this high sensation of perpetual you 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 can't this is too much oh god it's still happening uh and then he finishes um and like it's it's really cool i agree with a lot of people who have said ratchet should have been shipped in vehicle mode cuz uh it would have been twice as magical like seeing it the other way around the first time um but uh, I, I really, I really like Ratchet. Mine is a little bit loose in the hips. I think that's a somewhat common thing with him. Yeah, mine is um, mine is terribly loose in the hips. Yeah, and ho- hopefully that gets tweaked on Ironhide. I, I think there's a decent chance it will be, um, given just how you know that kind of thing tends to to go. Um, but yeah, Ratchet, I, I really like. Um, we like of the three, Wheeljack is my third place. Ratchet's my second place. Bronze my first place. Just to lay it out there. But uh, Ratchet is uh, is cool enough that I am kind of excited to get Ironhide as well. I don't mind having two guys who kind of work the same because the the truck mode is a delightful shape, and the robot mode is so weird but holds a good pose uh, from at least on mine. And I, I, I kind of like it. Even like his shoulders are in a weird spot; they're a bit too far back, but they're so big that it kind of covers for it. Um, this whole time I've been trying to figure out Wheeljack's legs again, because it's been a second, and uh, this is kind of, this is making my own point to myself. This is so weird. You have to, the rotating front of the leg part, you have to like half rotate to make room for the side of the leg to rotate the certain correct direction it needs to go, which is the opposite of the way it needs to rotate in for the vehicle mode, but if you bend his knee, then you have a clear path to go this way. Anyway, um... Yeah, I'm just sitting here Ratchet trying to remember is... how to transform him the first time. He's so weird. I like his wings are, are built in, but otherwise he's so weird. Uh, Braun, um, Aaron, you did not pick up Braun, I think you said? I did. Braun oh, was you did? the last one okay. that I listed. Uh, I, I love Braun a mm-hmm. lot. He's, he, I mean, that's he, that's not an unpopular he, opinion. But he, I, 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 he was one that I did multiple rounds of enjoyed fiddle transformations on. Um, the, the, the ways that he takes his, like, the clamshell parts of him that come together, uh, do do kind of like that cup trick of. Hey, these are shapes that really, like, aren't normal. Like, you know these these are very these are very round shapes, and then in the yeah. end they end up being a different orientation of a very round shape. And that was very enjoyable. Like. That I mean, that's 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 why I've done multiple transformations of him, back and forth and around, um, because of how well that that action felt. Um, yeah, and and like the and at the end, what I was actually kind of expecting, like, okay, this must be done. The way his feet like pivot around, 
mm-hmm. and his legs pivot around and like pointedly become parts of vehicle mass that they didn't really even have to for the whole yeah. thing to work. It's just like so freaking cool. Uh, like he he's one where I'm like, please just invent another character f- to use this this skeleton because I would like a reason to own a second one of these. Mm-hmm. Um, like like I said, the only problem with him is relying on that weird effects peg, um, effects part peg size peg as opposed to like a five mil peg. Like I'm yeah. just sitting here going like like just put a where's the little where's the little place for his gun to go and it's like oh it goes on that little tiny thing and i'm like it falls off if i breathe on it though or or even doing <laughs> you know one of the you know kind of like the you know there there's enough like gubbins around that that it feels like it could have had a um like a different style effects bit um or or like an overhang on the gun that clips into a specific area on an edge type of deal. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, it, it, it feels like there was space inside of that to make it, to, to make something to connect there. And it just really kind of didn't. Yeah. And like, um, kind of like we were talking about earlier, like that is the big problem I have with Braun is that it's, it's, um, not pleasant storing his gun in both modes. Mm-hmm. But it's also like that said, I you know I don't need to store his gun for him to look good. Yeah, he doesn't need his gun in either mode to look good. He he has the wrist swivels to actually look really good carrying that giant gun, which was a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Braun Braun is just a pleasant transformer, like well worth picking up if you just like transforming toys. Uh, he's so good. Uh, this wave has been so good. Um, Aaron, you got Soundwave right. Mm-hmm. He sure turns um, into a weird flat flying thing. I I like that alt mode a lot. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's I've, it's I've... it's not bad. It's just rather off the beaten path of what I like. Feel like a sound wave. It, it it feels like it like some sort of cover or something to bring that together better as a spaceship of sorts, maybe. Um, rather than just something like some dude coming at you with his knees forward. The, uh, I actually have, a, I have a big problem with Soundwave that is very frustrating because I like, I like that, like, it helps that we got to see, you know, officially over time, the, uh, the original design for that vehicle mode and like knowing what it's trying to be made me like it more. Um, like it has this very distinctly car shape that it was going for, even though it didn't mm-hmm. fully pull it off. The thing that really irritates me is um, I hate his hip skirt so much because mm. he always looks stupid when his legs go forward enough to make it have to fold forwards. And uh, the three zero toy, even the highest end sound wave of that design had problems with that hip skirt because the design is so weird. I kind of wish they'd eschewed a tiny bit of screen accuracy and just put two normal skirt cuts into it. Yeah. Um, because even the high end ones, in an attempt to be screen accurate, can't do that. They have to like three zeros has two double jointed pieces on a separate swivel joint each to maintain the look, but also make room for the legs. And I'm like, if this is just a skirt that was in two pieces with a, pel- a pelvis in the middle, this would be so much simpler. <laughs> 
Because otherwise, uh, I, I am really into him. Um, I like how big he is. And uh, I like his alt mode. Although, as I've said many times about other things, it's precisely the kind of alt mode where I like it, but at a certain point, like, I'm not going to go out there and fight people over it, because it's like... It's obvious if it bounces off someone why it's bouncing off someone. It's not like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, how dare, how could you? It's like, no, it looks weird. <laughs> um, I uh, I really hope we get a, a shockwave to go with him because they, they sounded very much in, on Instagram. Like, it seems like that's what everyone wants to do is make a nice big shockwave. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, Aaron, um, I think that's all the Bumblebee stuff. Cause yeah, three deluxes and a Voyager and the core class. Um, TJ, dude, uh, it, it's been a little bit, obviously, but like, um, I, I think all our experiences kind of lined up on these. Um, knowing some of this stuff from your reports going in was quite helpful, especially knowing, like, knowing to look forward to Ratchet and knowing that Wheeljack's legs are weird made it easier to mess with Wheeljack. Because <laughs> I, I knew I wasn't screwing up. I was like, no, this is just weird. This is fine. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, this, 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 this stuff is really fun and fresh feeling. So, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to RC, especially, um, coming out in the next couple of months. I have another studio series thing I got, which shipped with these. I got Perceptor, who is probably, probably the best official G1E Perceptor we've ever gotten with, with, uh, I know that, uh, one of, one of you guys talked about him. TJ, I think you talked about Perceptor? I think so. Um, it's, God, it's, I've, it's such a I've blur not now. I not find him yet, so it wouldn't have been me. Yeah, yeah. I am not liking okay. the online and or aftermarket or pre-market prices for him anywhere. Don't, yeah, don't, over, don't overpay for him. He's, he, he will feel terrible if you pay a whole lot over retail for him. Um, because he feels just right at retail. Um, yeah, TJ, you'd, you'd mentioned all those ratchet joints. They are super weird ratchet joints that are great, mm-hmm. but also, like, you really don't think they're going to be there. And then they are. <laughs> uh, the the thing about him that I really like, you know, oddly enough, I really like the transformations to, to both alt modes. Uh, there's something... Uh, they, they hit a very specific wavelength of, like, you know, he Perceptor doesn't transform a lot in general to achieve what he turns into. So they found a way for it to be like, no, but it feels it feels like it's happening in your hands and it finishes before you get tired of trying to make the simple thing finish. Uh, having all those like solid lock in points, very clearly communicated uh, tabs and pegs like I, I like that perceptor quite a bit. Um, he doesn't feel rickety, really. He just he feels good. He's, he's big because he's simple. So they could they could bulk him out a bit. Um, and uh, it, it's probably the best Perceptor that we've got on a tactile level. Um, there's certainly design things I prefer about Reveal the Shield Perceptor, but on a tactile interaction level, Reveal the Shield Perceptor is certainly not able to hang with this one. Um, so it was... Uh, also, I, I totally did the thing of trying to see if the microscope was real, even though I think you already told us that it wasn't. I, I was like, maybe on in Canada it's real. <laughs> uh, it still isn't. Um, <laughs> maybe this only works with Canadian eyes. Yeah, I was kind of like, hey, maybe this maybe something will happen. Uh, I have I have one more thing uh, I got. I'm just going to throw it out there because it's sort of a quickie. I got Cyberverse Warrior Dead End. Uh, who's worth it? He's... <laughs> How do you put this? He's a really cool toy and I'm glad I bought him. And he's too expensive for what he is. But he also <laughs> isn't screwed up the way you might think he is. <laughs> so he's really cool. <laughs> 
Because he do- he totally does have the Viacon transformation, and it totally works. And then you see that, like, oh, I move one arm back to make the other one spring forward. I guess his arms are both screwed over. And it's like, no, they aren't, because they are mounted on ball joints on top of those assemblies. So if the gimmick ever stops working, he still just works as an action figure. And it's like, this is such a good toy. Why is it 20 bucks? At 10 bucks, this would have been amazing. But in Canada, he's 20 bucks. Uh... So I'm really happy I picked him up because he's probably the best Cyberverse dead end that will ever come out. Because um, if they're out in Warrior and they aren't evergreen adjacent, that's probably all you're ever going to get. So uh, I'm really happy I picked him up. Um, the Viacon transformation does so much work to make that toy feel so much cooler. The the alt mode, car mode, just has such a good in-hand feel. Um, which, you know, now knowing that that's uh, something relevant to Core Rodimus, looking forward to seeing another um, I guess, budgeted interpretation of the Viacon transformation. Uh, but yeah, that was my other thing I picked up, uh, since the last time we talked that I was, I was digging on. Um, TJ, any, uh, any, anything else, uh, that you want to, want to throw one in here since it was me and Aaron kind of, kind of, uh, confirming and, and conversing about the things you'd gotten earlier. Uh, anything fresh you want to throw out? Um, up? I mean, I mentioned Buzzworthy Cup and Cliff Jumper, but they're, they're basically just cartoon accurate versions of the toys we've already talked about. It's just yeah, I guess the, the question is like it, it, you said with Cup in person, it really does do a lot of work. The new colors. Mm-hmm. Um, the, how about with Cliff Jumper? Does that does it do anything for him? Is he still feeling all right? This is like the fourteenth version of that <laughs> base design. Uh, I I do th- I do think uh, somewhere in the shoulders he's not quite tight enough anymore. Like like connecting his chest together. Um. Outside of that, he still feels fine. Like, I think Hasbro's gotten better at refreshing the molds more often so they don't degrade, at least not to a noticeable degree. Oh, yeah, I, I dare say that it's it sort of is going in the opposite direction now. Um, I saw, a con- I can't remember where I saw this. Some folks on a Discord were talking about uh, Lift Ticket, and that Lift Ticket was like, yeah, this feels like a slightly better hoist on a tactile level. And I'm like... Yeah, I, I wonder if maybe mold degradation is like something that happens in reverse now, where it comes out, and then there is user feedback, and then on the like third or fourth reuse, there's time to get word to the factory to you know like shave down a hole or something slightly. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like it just it seems like more often than not, it's like maybe a joint is looser, but otherwise this feels just as good, if not slightly better, in places. Uh. <laughs> I think the only I want to find that cliff jumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, they look great. They look. Uh, I think like the closest I have to anything like new to talk about, and even this is still not new, is I grabbed Coronation Starscream. Um, I have questions about him because I'm still tempted. Okay. Uh, does he like how? I don't know how to put this. I'm hoping that he is at least just as good as Earthrise Starscream. Does he feel, I guess, does he feel as good as Earthrise Starscream? Um, so kind of in tune with what we were just talking about. Some of the joints on him are actually tighter than they were on Earthrise Starscream. Hmm. Which is amazing, considering this is, what, version 7, 8 of that mold? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, there's, there's two forks, fork one... Are the cone heads even part of that equation? And the core body has to be at some point. 
Like who? Yeah, well, again, like, who knows if the code has their own if, branch? If if those are like off of the same design molds, or if they're you know when they went cone heads, if that's its own, just a dupe. But it, yeah, but yeah, they, yeah but it, it it seems silly to like not think of that ahead of time and just have like the like leg and core body of Starscream is like a universal mold, and then like all of like Starscream slash all of his repaint parts is one sculpt. And then completely different tooling for all the parts that make them cone heads, but they still share that like fifty percent. I almost wonder if the cone heads might have just been a dupe of those inner parts, and then like they're just a separate like sibling tree almost, mm-hmm. like because there's just so many of all of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I also wonder if you know because he has new hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if, like, Coronation Starscream became a third tree, almost. Like, because of the Coronation parts, the new hands, did he just turn into, like, oh, no, this is just a new mold again, just of a lot of the same parts. Like, (laughs) you know, that was informed, maybe, by, you know, things we learned by making the other molds, you know, somewhere between four to eight times. (laughs) Uh, I guess my other question is, like, okay, the other... Easy question, I guess, is do the coronation parts actually fit him well? Or, because that, I guess, would be a bummer if they didn't. So they do fit him. Uh, they do fit him well. Um, like everything, okay. like like everything works, and you know, they, you know, nothing's like loose or anything like that. And the cape works the same way as the masterpiece. So you've got you've got thin standard cape, and then like unfurled, like flowing in the wind cape. If you undo the hinge, um. Yeah, like it works fine. Like the the one thing, if you're not like really paying attention to everything that comes with, is that there is a second set of null rays just for hanging off of the shoulder armor. Oh dang! Okay. <laughs> yeah, because the standard ones don't fit. So yeah, you, you so they give you like this secondary pair that like fits inside the shoulder armor and all that. So. I, I feel like they didn't mention that in any of their promos about that toy. That's the first I've heard of it. I, I mean, I haven't kept up with it a whole lot, but yeah, that's kind of cool. I mean, that makes me that already that helps make that price point feel a little better if there's that many additional parts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, although or good. Good. Well, what, what I was going to say is like of all of the like Voyager pluses we've gotten at the leader class so far, this one definitely feels like it's got the most to it. Like, because it's not like a useless like accessory guff. It's not it's not Hulk hands. It's not just a box full of guns. It's something characterful for Starscream. And useful for other Decepticons, you know, if you want Megatron to have his throne. Beyond all that, yeah. it's just a big, heavy hunk of plastic. Like, it's only one yeah, piece, cause... but it's like a chonky piece. Because that, that throne is kind of the, that you got to be into that throne if you're going to pick up that toy. Like, I think I told someone that as much who was asking me, um, someone local was like, you know, is this worth picking up? And it's like, you know... If you lo- if you already have Earthrise Starscream, maybe not. But if you think that throne is the business, that's probably like a third of what you're paying for, because it looked like it was just one solid piece. And hearing it is, it's like, yeah, that's yeah. Objectively, that's how that thing ends up costing that much. It's, it comes with a giant hunk of plastic that it yeah. can sit on. You think you think uh, about I, it? I assume he can anyway. Yeah, yeah, he can. Like he sits on he okay. sits on the edge because of his wing pack, but he can sit on it. But you think about like okay, 
yeah, you, you think about like like Astro Train came with like a five panel box that just had a ton of guns inside. Yeah, like, and that was their justification for an extra yeah. twenty bucks onto that price point of that of that size figure. When you look at like what Starscream has and like all the different parts for the coronation set, you know, because it's not just like the extra armor, the cape, the crown, and now two extra null rays. So you're already talking like an accessory level above like Voyager Hot Rod, and then there is a big ass throne in there at the same time. Yeah, like I feel like out of all of the leader pluses I've gotten so far, even including like the Optimus Primes, that I am one of the proponents for that big empty box because that completes the vehicle mode that we haven't had complete since you know the early '90s. I am an I mm. feel like this is like the best value out of all of those. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know I make no secret I'm a bully to that poor box. <laughs> <laughs> I pick on it all the time. Uh, but, like, you know, I, the, the, I've i been a fan of uh, Siege Shockwave for a while. So, like, I'm, I'm, I have room in my heart for that kind of thing. And it's it's good to hear that, like, that Starscream is, is doing the best he can with it. Because I, I think that that's going to be sticking around for a while. Like, you know, the, um, I mean, you look, at, you look at Blitzwing, you know, you just mentioned the, uh, the Blitzfingers, right? Um, I don't think it's like you have to like it. Uh, I think it's a. I think it's probably easier if you can get into it because it's, it's probably going to be around for a while. But I'm happy to hear that. I how to put this? They're doing more with it, and and I hope that doing more is not always going to be. It came with a giant chair necessarily, but um, it. I don't know. Feel it feels like it's in a. It it could be getting into a healthy place still, you know, as opposed to more, um, caboose boxes, um. I keep forgetting. I never actually ever handled that Astro Train. I, I meant to pick him up on sale, and then he fell into the into the pandemic uh, pocket, and I I forgot he existed for several months. Uh, but all right, yeah, the, the hey, resounding Studio Series reports all around here. Um, so I think that's going to uh, close this up for this recording because the boy we had a lot to talk about, and it took longer than even I thought it would, and I thought it would take a while. So uh we're going to we're going to end that episode here. So um Aaron, thank you for joining me. Hey, I'm always happy to be here. And uh TJ, thank you also for joining me. Oh, anytime. Um and uh I was for some reason in my head going into a place where I was going to make some kind of some kind of gag joke about like, well, thank you also for joining me physically later when you are encompassed by the 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 symbiote or something. I haven't even seen Venom 2, but um, someone I know is talking about it, and it's sticking in my head. I still got some of that weird pandemic brain. <laughs> What's up? Uh, we'll be back later on to talk about some more Transformers stuff. Um, might might have a, a TCG thing to talk about at some point soon, because uh, I've mentioned it a few times, but uh, Transformers TCG has been a very big part of the last few months for me. Um playing it digitally and uh i got i got some thoughts um aaron we still gotta get you in on that yeah keep keep realizing i was really this is the biggest bummer i was really hyped right before my computer died to finally like all right i just played through a whole tts tournament gotta get aaron in on this we're gonna stream it. it's gonna be really fun the moment my last match ended that's when my computer died and it died the really scary computer death where everything froze 
but the Discord call was still working and I could still talk to people. Oh, no. And that's all that worked. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. I'm going to hold the button for 10 seconds and hard restart. And it never, it never started again. She, she um, never came back. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Turned out brain died but um yeah uh there's gonna be some tcg stuff to talk about i'm not i'm i might not roll that into its own thing i might just add that to the numbered episodes because i realized after like the aeronautics episode and stuff i can just make the title different and that's good enough mm-hmm. uh so there might be some tcg talk with uh with a few folks me and aaron might do something as well tcg wise um because i still want to bully him into doing it um because I'm, I'm mean but until then We'll talk to you later. Thanks, as always, to all of you for listening through all the trials and tribulations. Thank you once again to our delightful editor, who is an army of bees, uh, literally, um, for taking on some of the the hard work. Uh, And uh, we'll catch you later. Stay safe. Of that, I demand of you. It means, but you got some badass perpetrators that are here to stay.